He has a good heart and decent morals, but he's otherwise like a terrible person. <laughs> like, I, you know what? Can we no talk reason. about that? Because listen, I'm about to start the show in a second, but like we can't talk about your entire life, Logan. Like, no. I mean, I guess we should because it's your podcast. I feel like, but that's a long. He's had long words like you know it's all. I don't even have the full me. history. I just met you in college, bro. What you want from me? I'm not your therapist. I feel like <laughs> I'm not your therapist. I keep telling people, I keep telling them that I'm a horrible person, and people just don't fucking believe me. <laughs> I don't oh. know why. Because you're not Crazy. actually a horrible person, but like you Mitch. just you do and say horrible things. Like, you don't even say horrible things. You say Mitch. things in horrible ways. Mitch. Yes. Yeah, I'm garbage. <laughs> <laughs> he may be gold, literary garbage, but he's oh still God. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Either way, we don't have the time to discuss that. I mean, we can't. How the, how the yeah, hell do we have the time to discuss why you actually just are. tuning in? <laughs> if you're just tuning in, I'm okay. your host, Logan. And this is the Milk and Toast Podcast. I am here with two of my best friends. Say hi to the people, Mitch. Um, this is why I go first, remember? I'm so tired. Say hi to the people, Claire. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Hello, Ali. <laughs> and this is the Milk and Toast Podcast. <laughs> is everybody feeling centered today? <laughs> no. Yes. Do I yes. ever? Yes. Some of that was real, too. Some of that I was trying to remember seed sounds for uh, chakras yeah, in was... your body. <laughs> oh, do you know some of those? That's cool. Yeah, because my mom... Oh, awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad you were yeah, able to have that connection. Claire has like this type of life where she's just like surrounded by the most talented people. Like she's just like, <laughs> and I, like she, don't she get knows. me wrong, I'm the laziest piece of shit. Like I'm nothing. Like I'm no one. Like Why I are you shit. both talking like, about <laughs> yourselves like that? Jesus. But it's okay. I mean, we speak the truth, bro. That's you speak what from. you feel. I don't know about truth. truth. I don't think you're trash. Don't you I don't take my truth? No, I'm gold. <laughs> Me and Logan are sort of sitting there, sort of separated, sort of separated from all the black, gross garbage trash, and we're all gold and glittery on the sidewalk. Like, what's going on? Why does it got to be black? Like this far. Because. Because trash garbage comes in black, black bags. Mitchell, don't Mitch, even start fuck with you. me. <laughs> Claire, you're right. I really do defend you a lot. I'd be like, get away from my fucking Claire. It's really defensive of me. And I can take it on myself, but. <laughs> I'm I also so small. mad. Don't touch my Claire. Everyone, everywhere, beware. Don't touch <laughs> Logan's Claire. <laughs> Everyone, everywhere. Don't touch Logan's Claire. Everyone, everywhere. Don't touch Logan's Claire. Hey. Don't touch Logan's Claire. <gasps> don't touch Logan's Claire. Don't touch Logan's Claire. I'm not Logan's enjoying Claire. the possessive don't. pronouns, Everyone, but it's chill. It's chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was Don't Touch Logan's Claire by Mitch. The super sassy rich. All right. Next up is <laughs> like the radio broke down. You know the station just broke down for no reason. I think I'm gonna add that in. I think I'm gonna add that in. Let me know how it sounded because I was feeling on point. I don't know. <laughs> I was feeling perfect. 80s you know when you're like, feeling <laughs> yourself, but it just ain't it. Like 
Hey, I don't know if it ain't it yet. I right? damn don't don't get there yet. True, true. Oh true. shit! You know what I was gonna do last time that I didn't do this time? I was well, gonna say all the stuff that I usually say in the end. I'm gonna say it in the beginning. Because, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you said you want to do that. Do that show. No, we are gonna do that because uh, first of all, we have fans. You know, not a whole lot, <laughs> but we do. <laughs> run it up, fans yeah, run up those numbers, right? Um, I guess follow us on <laughs> follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook at the Milk and Toast Podcast. Um, if you love us, like us. Um, if you hate us, share us. Um, what else we got, Claire? You know, I, I, I Claire, I'm gonna make you do this, Claire, because yeah, I'm so bad at it. at it. And like Claire remembers things. I mean, I'd be better. <laughs> like, at you it. don't remember things. I mean, to be honest, a chimp straight out the zoo and trained would probably be better. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm it's kidding. true. Basically, it's all true. Out no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! He's turned my weapon against me. This is all keys. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of invincible that way. That's true. You're right. <laughs> yeah, like it's quick like that. No, guys, um, definitely watch us on YouTube and shit. Um, we're yeah. not on YouTube, but like the thing wiggles. So you can watch it and like put it in the wiggles. background. Yeah. So it's like, you know. We got a bunch of five-year-olds. Yo, I'm glad, I'm glad I was the one that giggled at that. <laughs> it was just the word wiggle that I'm like, that's a normal word. But I'm like, why? Wiggle. <laughs> yeah, I hear wiggle and I'm like, I hear wiggle. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with a totally mature podcast. I love it. <laughs> of course, absolutely, absolutely. This is how we get yeah, down. I never said I was mature, but okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, that's just a new we thing wanna... we're doing now. So I don't have to do that. <laughs> we're at the being end. mature now. Yeah. No, yeah. no. I meant the <laughs> intro. <laughs> Rated M for mature. <laughs> Anyways, Yo, let's die. Just subscribe and like and whatever. You know, I, I hate self promotion. Whatever. Yeah, I know because it always feels so horrible. I don't know it why. It feels bad. And you know Look, why? We have a link you know tree self- in all our bios. All oh, of the yeah, bios. yeah. Just, well, yeah. they have so to go to our pages tree. first. That, that's, well, there know, is come, one on the Milk and Toast page. In, there's in, on one Instagram on, the, there's and one on all the pages, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, also, on follow Twitter. us on Twitter. We have like three followers on Twitter, and it's to be it's fair. Out here. <laughs> to be fair, I don't post on the Twitter like I should, so you don't really have to follow us on there. But you should. No, you should. Don't listen to self-deprecating Logan. Follow us everywhere for sound bites, for updates. Mm-hmm. You know, all of yeah. that stuff. This is why self-promotion feels so grimy. Friends. Friends are the reason why self-promotion feels so grimy. Because your friends don't support you in anything you do. That's just facts. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you need new friends. <laughs> or, or a hug. Or a hug, potentially. That's probably, that's probably the truth. No, that, case. it's the truth. It's the truth. Whenever you do something yeah, creative don't. I don't get it either. or artistic or whatever, your yeah. friends will not support you in that uh, yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't get it. They're I don't like, get it. I know him and it probably sucks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that it's like what the fuck <laughs> yeah like, we could talk about how like what are the reasons your friends don't support your creative like i would like to know related yes, endeavors. i would like to know because i think it's it's how intimidating it is and sometimes people don't want to get involved i guess but otherwise it's like people low-key just don't want to see you winning it seems like it's like why it's part of that it's part of that I think, you know why I think part of why they don't want to see you win is though, like, you're in a group of friends, right? And 
usually when it starts out, especially when you're young, right? Y'all all ain't doing shit. And then it's like one of you starts doing shit and you're just like, mm, he doing shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. you like That's fucked up about true. it because like you weren't doing shit and like who told him he could go do shit? shit. Now he's doing <laughs> shit. He's looking popping and stuff. Who the fuck he think he is, man? Why <laughs> and you think he's better than like, <laughs> And then you know, ego like, gets involved, yeah. Yeah, because then now you got to get compared to like, and then your parents got to ask you, well, you know, Mark down the street set. And then it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, like why are you going together. to school? Like, it's like, Get up off your ass and go do something. Go be yes. somebody. And it's like, I don't want to do anything. I don't, I'm a loser. I don't know what to do. Like, oh, no. Oh, God. That's but sad. listen, you know what my point in saying that is? It's like, support your friends and your time is coming. Like, yeah. my success doesn't like get in the way of your success unless you're trying to start a podcast too, in which case, fuck you. I'm going to be better than you. But you know what? I still support you and love you, you know? <laughs> I don't. I don't think that was the one, Logan. To be <laughs> just to, to be honest with you, I'm gonna have to say I don't think that was the one. When this I feel what you was trying to do. Sort of like oof, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't think that was the one. Maybe, maybe try again. You know, my fault. Either try again or just let me do it because I could make it the one. But that, that just wasn't. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think that's gonna let's just, let's just let Mitchell do it. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. I let see Mitchell the do all the supportive there. stuff. And I and I felt it. I felt the love, but it just mm, nah. It's just not. It's not how people that like to some receive it. There. <laughs> it's just. It's just no. But it's okay. Care. That's not how they like to receive it. I'm competitive. Like, what do y'all yeah, think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get Listen, that. There, there's only one number one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Only All one right. number one. All right. You know what I like about Mitch Whatever. is that like Mitch is such a pure soul, and sometimes guys, you know what I mean. Guys, I'm not. I'm not that pure. He soul. Is, Please, he is. Shut he's up, a pure soul. Up, Mitch, you're pure. This <laughs> is like oh, you're just a black oh sludge God. of souls. You're pretty fucking pure, bro. <laughs> and he just, yeah, that's the other thing. Like Mitch is so pure, but he'll he'll hang out with like some garbage in a minute. You know what I mean? Like he'll hang out with like. <laughs> What the fuck are we talking about? What the fuck are we talking about right now, bro? As far as like souls go, like Mitch be slumming it. Like, <laughs> Okay, um, so first off, I just want to set the record straight that nobody's soul is more or less than anybody else's soul. Okay. You see what see? I mean? Pure AF. I mean? All right. So first I don't off, see that that way. way. I don't off, see that that see way. That <laughs> I don't see that. Anyway, speaking <laughs> off, I'm not really that pure of a soul myself anyway. So I never had hangups about, you know, I meet people and I let them show me who they are. And then I treat I people accordingly. He's not, a, he's not a pure soul, but then he describes all the pure soul shit he does. <laughs> I think what you're mistaking from this is the fact that you can be pure soul and still like lived a life. You can be pure soul and like seen some shit, you know, you can be pure yeah. soul and like done some shit, you know, just because like, you're not a perfect person. No one's a person. That's not an insult. That's just me being like factual. No one's a perfect person. Everyone makes mistakes, but pure soul means that no matter how many mistakes you make and where you, you've come from, you still have that like, ability to see the good in the world and you have that so you're pure soul and you can't even take that away from yourself <laughs> like mitch is like he's got this look on his face which is so like he's like i'm so uncomfy <laughs> <laughs> to like, me I don't like to this. me mitch is just like what claire said like he sees the good in the world <laughs> right 
<laughs> See, it's not nice, is it, homie? When you were doing it to me last, like two weeks ago, it wasn't nice, was it? Was it? I'm sorry. I forget how it feels. I I'm know. You were doing it to me, and I was sitting there like. <laughs> and you were- <laughs> yeah, yeah, except you were a bit. I'm just going to cry. <laughs> yeah. You're like, girl, you've been genuine. I was just playing. <laughs> <laughs> But he okay. is like that. But he's he's just like that. It's true. I feel like I feel like he's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, because I feel like I feel like Mitch is like that, and like I'm I'm not necessarily the opposite. Like I I feel like the way I am is like if Mitch is right and there is like good in the world, then it's <laughs> what the fuck. What? <laughs> Did you don't say what like, after ew. saying what you just said? Like give you me a second. Say, just give me a okay, second. All right, it gets all better. Right. Okay. Oh god. Is good in the world. I'm saying like if he's like that <laughs> and there is good in the world, then what I figure is is that it should like we should either find it or like we pr- we protect it or whatever. And I and I <laughs> like, would we be, need to do something about I, it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like so I would. Pragmatic I would. <laughs> I would do anything. I would do anything to like protect it or or whatever. Right. So like that's where we. That's where me and Mitch kind of divide oh, at. Because like then he's like Logan, you don't have to burn a village to do that. And I'm like, if the village is I'm, like I'm the made of your enemies, if though. Someone like, came <laughs> to me and proved to my like judgmental ass that this yeah. say this child, this child is going to save the world. She's the purest, or he is the purest little child in the world. Mm. I would protect that child, or like even person. Like it doesn't have to be a child. In my head, it was like prophecy anime style child, but it doesn't right, have to be you. that. It could be like an mm. adult or something. If someone came to me and like this human being was the most pure human being and you have to protect them i'd go full like ninja star i'd do like combat training like i would protect it with my life i know like i would feel so much pressure in the woods (laughs) running (laughs) i would feel so much pressure about it that i would like quit my job and i'd be like i I gotta do more push-ups i I can't be here i gotta do push-ups now and i don't have time for this like i have like (laughs) yeah Uh, I'm doing like one punch man push-ups like a thousand push-ups a day (laughs) actually it was only a hundred I think it was only a hundred a day it was just a hundred push-ups a day a hundred sit-ups and a hundred squats and he was like, like, that's what I did for the past year. year. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching this parody and in it, this chick comes up to one punch man and she's just like, it's like a cartoon parody, but it was like, not one. It's like not affiliated with one punch man. It was just bullshit oh, okay. on YouTube. And this chick comes up to one punch man and she's like, how did you get so strong? And he's like, I did a hundred pushups every day. And she just looked at him and he was like, you just got to do a hundred pushups every day. And she's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, you're not going to do that, are you? And she's like, I'm going to try cut dairy out of my diet and see how that goes first. And I'm like, what? Yeah, and I was like, be like that. <laughs> no, man, I, sh- I, do, I do need to try that because I can do like, I could like bust out 50 push-ups easy, but I want to be able to just run through 100. We saw and we then, saw the Instagram. You guys saw. I remember us talking oh, to Logan. You know, but that's 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 light work. You know, I'm I'm a little bit better off now. I've been getting what a little exercising. I was saying how much you guys suck because I was talking to Logan. Like this was months and months ago, before even before the podcast about like health and stuff. Because I had some health issues going on, and I was working out for it. 
And nice. I was like doing crunches. And Logan was just like, when I do crunches, I get abs. And I, I was like, well, when I see stupid guys, I punch them in the face. I'm just sitting there sweating, still chubby as fuck. Like, mm. <laughs> like shut up, Logan. No, I, I get crunches, that. I get abs. No one asked for that, Logan. Where is your support? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know what's the difference between me and y'all? I never like out y'all on the show. I always say like nice, great things. I'm like, Mitch is a pure soul. Me. I love Claire. And y'all will be like, you remember that one time when Logan did that really grimy shit? Like, I mean, like, wait, what? <laughs> Look, man, if you don't want it to be spoken about, don't do it. <laughs> if you only I mean, want good things said about you, do good things. <laughs> I do do good things. I talk about those half the time I try and talk about something good you did though and you're like shut the fuck up no yeah. <laughs> it depends on what the good a... thing is I don't want to get yeah, a re- right? I don't want to get a reputation I can't win with this guy well okay but listen I can't live Mitch's life I can't do it so like that's that's the main thing like Mitch can live that pure life like that also nice it is everybody. a good thing that you defend me like I'm always talking about how like you will always defend me. Yeah. It is sure. And I was also talking about how you were soothing. Okay, my auntie said this, but you're soothing and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was that. also very attractive. Like. Um, Claire. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I, Claire. That. I didn't you. say that. that Claire. <laughs> Claire, uh, yeah. Claire, tell your, tell your auntie to come through. Tell her yourself she listens. I know. I'm telling her now. I know. Tell her right now. Let's actually talk about something, guys. <laughs> oh well, we you know we've yeah, been having been a good like discussion, but we have actual crap. topics, so it's not like we don't have to talk. Yeah, about I mean, there's things that we got to get to. What do y'all um, want to talk about? I want to talk, talk about, about no Claire talk about. You wanted to talk about fat phobia. So, yeah, I did. Sorry, I wasn't prepared. Like, I, was, I am prepared, but, like, I wasn't prepared to, like... Jump into it, it like that? Yeah, I thought... I didn't know I was going to be first. You know, I hate being first. It's okay. We've been, I'm like, through there. an hour of, like, almost, like... No, I'm not... Uh, <laughs> Okay. Look. Okay. <laughs> Let her okay. finish, please. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to talk about it. I just wasn't, mm. I know we've been through an hour of crap. I'm not mad at you for wanting to get on topic. That's perfectly reasonable. My point was, all three of us have topics we're going to talk about today. Why oh, yeah. am I first? <laughs> that was my point. Anywho. I don't know. I just, you know. It's so a, I, I like talk- it. It's a good subject. That's why. Okay. Well, thanks. And you, bring, you bring all the topics to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> My milkshake. Um. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. I'm so stupid. Anyway, um, come on, brain. You know how to do this. You've done this. Before. Well, what is it that you wanted to talk about? About it. Like what caught your attention? No, about I know. It, uh... I'm getting. I'm getting there, bro. Oh. What caught my attention? Look at me. <laughs> my life <laughs> got my attention. <laughs> what caught? You're acting like I'm some skinny bitch who's just noticed that this is an issue. <laughs> um, oh man, I just there I hate the fact that you did that about yourself, but it was so funny. There she goes. 
That's what I wanted. Oh, <laughs> now we're right, talking. Well, now we're talking about it, right? Well, Claire, since, since we're getting into fat phobia, and I used to be a personal trainer for, so I yeah. do want to talk you to. You, maybe wait, have hold a little... on. We made that joke on the podcast, but you're actual personal trainer. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Did, we, did we talk about? No, I was I was an actual. No, personal we made a joke because you were giving tips on how to work out. And then oh, we were joking yeah. like, you want a tip? Here's a tip. Don't skip leg day. Oh, I remember <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I did. Huh? I, I was actually um, a personal trainer for six months at Equinox. Yep. Um, and for me, because, you know, fat phobia is a rampant thing. But yeah. Mm. The way I talk was wrong. What do you mean? <laughs> and then, then one summer in the Equinox, I was like, what? It wasn't a summer. It was a few seasons. Well, oh, like only okay. it, well, it was, no, it was no. I no, I didn't say summer. I said six months. I, I worked at Equinox oh, for six yeah. months. Sorry, oh, Equinox. Brain, summer, no. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Mm. So uh, Equinox is like East, the the gym or whatever. Yeah, the, the fancy oh, gym. East, yeah, yeah, yeah. East sixty third and Lex. She, uh, great experience, mind you. I did end up going separate ways for my own personal reasons, but I have nothing bad yeah. to say. It was actually really enjoyable experience but nonetheless fat phobia is a thing that runs rampant through mm-hmm. any like gym community or anything and it's like so much it people it especially hmm? it makes it hard to want to do like want to work out to want to get fit to want to be yeah, healthy exactly you know? exactly and, and it really and, puts the pressure on on appearance and not actual exactly. physically being fitter yes and and for um, me Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm no, no well, shit. I feel like you have all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. All right. Anyway, um, but everything <laughs> you're you saying, I absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, because and I want to have, I want to kind of have a back and forth with you about it because yeah. you're going to get into it. And I found a lot of people, especially like women, people get really concerned with the number on the scale versus the actual composition and function mm. of their bodies, which was something yeah. I'd ask you about because. What's something that you were, is that something that you dealt with that you were bothered by and you kind of find yourself transitioning into a different mindset, to a different space? Yeah, like with everything to do with me, I have a bit of a story, but I'm going to try and keep it cut in half because mm. I, um, Logan puts me on emotional bands. Like it's not bad, but he, okay. like I'm a very emotional person and I kind of give 100% all the time. So when I do give 100%, Logan has to cut me back just because, <laughs> see, another nice thing about you, Logan. Otherwise <laughs> I'll burn out and just like kill myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but I'll get into it a little bit. I have struggled with eating disorders all throughout my teenage years. Um, I have struggled with, like, I still struggle with trying to keep a healthy balance um, physically. I'm not someone who enjoys um, exercising really at all, but I still try and do it just to keep healthy. Like, and also, as I was saying before, I'm really big on survival, like, and trying to, I'm like, sometimes when you're mentally ill and you focus on something, something I've grabbed onto is survival. So if I focus on survival, then it, I'm, you know, surviving and that's what I'm doing. I'm not focusing on the other thing. So mm-hmm. to do that, I was like putting my brain in all these weird situations where I was like, oh, if I'm in the woods and this thing's chasing me, how am I going to friggin' run away if I'm too unfit, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just sort of use that sort of shit to motivate me. It's weird, but you got to use what you got to use. Um, so at the moment I keep a pretty – I like to keep a pretty healthy balance, but I'm still quite chubby. And I struggled for a really long time – before, like back when I was younger, about the appearance of it all, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. 
now I'm sort of like, it's skin. <laughs> mm. Who cares? Like, it's just skin. I want to do what I want. <laughs> but back then, it was very appearance-based, hence all the eating disorders and everything else that I was facing. And because of the eating disorders, I really would like to point this out because I don't know why this isn't talked about nearly enough, but eating disorders make you less healthy. They completely erode your gums and your teeth. They fuck up your esophagus. Mm -hmm. They completely push your metabolism out of whack to the point where I was actually fatter by the time I got healthier than when I actually decided to start my eating disorder, Mm -hmm. like at the time. Like I gained twice as much weight because my body was reserving it for like nutrients. Like my body was starved of nutrients for so long that when I started eating again and getting healthier and stuff and going through all that, um, yeah, they started to reserve it and I got fatter. (laughs) So I was like, fuck, you know, but I had to learn not to care about that. Um, it's just, I don't know. Do you have something you want to say? My brain just farted. (laughs) No, I, I'm I'm sorry to hear about what you experienced. Uh, did you have something to say, Logan? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Always. Sorry. Wow. That's fucked up. I'm sorry. I was vulnerable, so it made me get a bitey. Go on. Yeah, very bitey. I'm sorry. It wasn't even that bitey. What I wanted to talk about, though, is that I don't want to dive too deep for you because I know I don't want to make it like a more of an emotional thing. And you do bear a lot of your soul. And I do appreciate that, you know, for the show. And like, I do no, you appreciate, appreciate that, period. Shut up. <laughs> I appreciate that. You're welcome. I said what I said. I appreciate that for the show. Shit. Um, but no, what I wanted to... I kind of wanted to get... <laughs> I, I'm just editing it out. It's fine. <laughs> Don't hurt my feelings. Uh, <laughs> I just... <laughs> Damn it, Mitch! You you always do this to me. You always make me forget what I'm saying because you got some bullshit to add. Um, no, we're talking about a really like good and serious like topic, and like I get I I kind of wanted you to go deeper into like not exactly what your experiences are with fat phobia because I feel like people always talk about that, and I and I do respect your you telling us about that and your experience about that because I think that's a good foundation to start from. Yeah, well, I wanted to talk about the eating disorders because mm-hmm. of yeah. what I said about how a lot of people don't know that yes, sort of stuff, yes. about how it fucks you up. Yeah, that's why I think I kind of wanted to go with it too because you were talking about it. And like every time like somebody announces that they've had an eating disorder or that they do have an eating disorder, it's kind of like people kind of hear that and they're like, oh, that's kind of fucked up and all that. But like I don't think people actually understand what it means when somebody has an eating disorder. Cause I noticed mm. that some of my friends that have gone through that, they, and who have been vocal about that, they will like go in depth and say that, but then it's like still few and far between because when somebody, it seems to me like when somebody's going through an actual eating disorder, like people, there's kind of a stigma about it that like, oh, she throws up. Oh, she does this. And oh, she does that. Oh, she's bulimic. Oh, she um, doesn't eat or anything like this. And then we kind of have like, we, like nobody helps people with like an, an eating disorder. Like they just kind of like let them kind of rot in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. There is such no, a you're right. stigma. Yeah. I think it really, and it's also depending on the eating disorder. I think 
what we've done as a society is we've tried, we wanted to push that eating disorders were bad, right? We were like, that's mm. bad because of the reasons I said. It's really bad for right. your health. You have long-lasting effects afterwards. But what people don't understand is they're trying to stop the pseudo-solution that isn't healthy for you without even acknowledging the problem. Right. You know, the thing that caused this pseudo-solution that doesn't work. Right. They're not like that no one is fixing the fact that media portrays women a certain way. No one is fixing fat phobia or the rampant, like, I get so frustrated when, like, this has happened to me recently where I've said something or posted something, someone's commented on my weight, I've said, you know, that's sort of not your business. And they've been like, oh, I'm just so worried about your health. I'm worried about your health. My health is fucking fine, thank you. Mm, Like I walk every goddamn day. You know, I do floor exercises every day. I do the right amount of cardio to keep me healthy. I'm not skinny. I still eat a fuck ton of crap. (laughs) (laughs) I am healthy like like I'm fine. Right. And can can I say like people that say that like you're not a doctor? Like exactly, yeah. how do you it's know? not their business. Yeah, how do you it's know? It's not no. your business. Yeah, Claire's right. It's not. And if my PT came up telling me, like, if I had a PT or a doctor or anyone who I've literally paid to give me an opinion on my body, and they were like, "Look, you don't. I'm not. I don't think you're healthy. Like, I'm worried right? about you. Exactly. Right. I'd exactly. be like, I will take that on. You know, I'm happy to deal with that. That's. That's gravy. That's fine. Right. But for some random bitch I met in high school who only looks at like scrolls through my Facebook every five, ten days. No, like- smash your head against the printer, Claire. Smash your head against the fucking printer, Claire. <laughs> yeah, throw her, Claire. <laughs> it's upsetting. It's rude. Mm-hmm. And it's unnecessary. And I've lost oh, a absolutely. lot of friends because of that. Like I had this friend in high school and she'd always just make tiny little jokes. And at the time, I was bulimic, so mm. I was already like going through it, and I was struggling with my sexuality. And I, you know, high school's rough for everybody. I was going through it anyway. So I'm struggling, and I'm at this house, and we're having a good time, and I'm happy, and I'm with my friends, and we buy all these snacks because we're doing this movie night. And my friend just grabs them all, puts them on my lap, and is like, "Well, that is Claire's snacks. What everyone else? What is everyone else eating?" Like it was just like this joke right. that she made. <laughs> Wow. An incredibly poor taste. And I was wow. sort of just sitting there. And you know those moments where you know someone just did something rude, but you don't know the social acceptable answer. Like you don't know. Right, exactly. Like, do you how, laugh? To, how to like how to yeah. tell was them like, that the, yeah. mal- like was that malicious yeah. or was that just yeah, misinformed? Like, like you had like I had no idea. <laughs> like what? It's do. like you're it's so like shocked. It's like you're so shocked that like the person would do that in like mm. real life. That it's like mm-hmm. how do like is this even real? Like, mm-hmm. how, did you really do that to me? Did you really say that? Like, how, wh- what am I supposed to do with this? You know. And also, that self-preservation part of you knows that if you say something, they're right. all going to turn on you. Right. They're all going to turn on you, and they're all going to be like, "Don't be so serious." Right. Exactly. It's fine. It was just a joke. Right. And it's like. That was really fucking rude. <laughs> like, that was and just really a joke is rude. not just a joke. Like if no. it's a joke about like your what makes you a person, that's not Who just a are. joke. Like that's yeah. Like well, especially you, even if it's more like, so than that though. Like not every joke's funny. Oh, that's you made the a joke? other thing. Yes. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Sorry. Yes. That shit wasn't funny. Yes. I'm about to fucking smack the teeth out your mouth. 
Watch how you speak to me, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Was that a little too aggressive? No, no. I, right, use that, aggressive I, use, I use those moments all the time as like a litmus test of where I'm at. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, for no, real, facts, though. Facts, because facts, like facts, if actually. like everybody could just like laugh at the racist joke or whatever, and then I'm just mm-hmm. like there. I'm like, wow, I'm in the wrong fucking Ooh, room. You I might know what I mean? To, <laughs> like, I got to get out of here. A quick little... Uh, yeah, man. Like, I don't, like, oh, I don't yeah, fuck around. I'm going to go around I don't play with people anymore. Like, I don't I don't wait around to see like if you like me and I can get you guys. put a call up. These motherfuckers racist. Yeah, I'm like, let me get out of here. <laughs> Yo, yeah. like, that's sad. Because no, that's no like, Claire, I wish I'd like, that back then. <laughs> no, no, you brought up a good. I think it's part of growing up, though, so it's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. Yeah, really. I think Claire brought up a good point. But you know, if you do listen to this show, and maybe you on the younger side, you shouldn't be. But if you do listen to it, right? <laughs> you anyway, some yeah, of the go crap ahead. we talk about because some of the shit we say, you know. I, I, listen, the, if you, you look on like if you listen on Google Podcasts or something like that, right? It's it how it, it'll have like a little e next to every episode name, and the e basically means explicit. So, <laughs> so that if that tells you anything, Mitch, that's what that means. Like that's, that's what I mean. Probably my bad, to be fair. No, it's not. No, <laughs> no it's, it's most not. certainly not. No. We we all at we all share, share one yes. thing that'll yeah. make the show explicit. It way can't be more on. than one, and I do. I <laughs> yeah, do way more than one. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but at minimum, there's at least even if we said like one thing, we drop one f bomb. There has to be an explicit there. Yeah, the, yeah. So, like, but what I was trying to say is that you know people, you yeah, know, you yeah, coming up, you dr- you growing up, you coming up, is that don't waste your time on this friendship. And this mm. is what I mean. And I like how the theme is circling around the friends in this episode. Yeah, is I was that like, like Whoa, okay, that's not where we were. <laughs> I, well, give me a second before you make me sound bad. Sorry. Is that don't fo- <laughs> don't hyper focus on this friendship because I feel like we get so caught up about you know friends. This is my friend. That's my friend. No, don't do that. That's your friend. <laughs> and then like your friends aren't even treating you like a human being. Yo. No, no, it's and natural making, to want to yeah. find peers. So, and in your teenage years, no, that's yeah, when exactly. you know biologically we start trying to form groups and yes, but I, find what, our people. And what I'm trying to say is that, like, even even shit. even through that, even through that, you just that, gave me an idea for a topic, Claire, for next week. Oh, good. Well, maybe okay. you should talk about it this week. Uh, uh, it's a tough we week. have like three topics this week, so it's okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> no what one. I was saying is that, like. No, it is your formative time to like build relationships and 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 hang out with your peers. But listen, even if you're in high school, right? Don't be afraid to just like cut people out of your life. And then like I know you got to see them every day, but you only got to talk to them every day. Like maybe you need mm-hmm. to go to a different high school and let your let your people know about that. And maybe you can't, and I get that too. But yeah, but don't waste your time. Don't waste your personal time. It's one thing mm-hmm. you in class and you got to sit next to a joker. But and even kids in college, y'all go through this too. Don't yeah. waste your time with people who do not give a shit about you. Do not mm-hmm. waste. Don't do it. Just don't. So much of your time Think about could all be of the things so you could be doing or spending time with by not giving them any light. Yes, you could be loving yourself and finding people who love you. Don't sit around trying to impress people who don't care about you. Mm. For what? Why would mm. you do that to yourself? Mm-hmm. Take I, your time, Pastor. Take your time. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> but I'm serious. I'm serious. Like, if you sit around, like you guys. Yes, like, Lord. Y'all love anime. I like anime, right? If somebody came up here and they was like, oh, anime, 
anime is stupid. Anime is this. Anime is that. You know? And I make my little anime jokes about how we dorks and stuff about talking about it because I know how dorky it sounds, right? And I know we're on a platform. He's trying to be a cool kid, but he just ain't. (laughs) Yeah. But at the same time, if somebody came up here with this, with this, I I heard it. I I know what I've said. Yeah, too. If somebody came up here and they wanted to pull that that, that crap with us, they got to go. I'm not having that shit on the show because I'm not having y'all feel uncomfortable. But that, I'll save this topic because, like, I was going to talk about this, but I know we're on what we're on. And I'm sorry I took the mic from you, Claire. (laughs) What I was trying to say, basically, even on Claire's point, is that, like, with the whole fat phobia thing, is that, like, don't let people just talk about you any type of way. Yeah. You know what no. I mean? You don't. You never yeah. deserve to be disrespected. Yeah, don't have people just disrespect you. Don't talk about you any type of way. And then let the whole crowd do it, too. Like, yeah. m- remove yourself from that place, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, Claire, I'm not, yeah, I'm not blaming you, Claire, for not being able to do <laughs> no. that. Yeah. No, no, no. I wasn't going to say that at all. What I was actually going to say was, yeah. just getting back to the topic, like, that moment at hand, mm-hmm. is I gave them power. Right. I gave them mm. power over mm. me, over mm. my mind. Yes. I let them make a huge life decision that has affected me to this day. Right. Mm-hmm. By giving, letting them get to me. And like, yes, I chose to have the eating disorder, but it was their words and that lifestyle that I was living. That made you react to that way. That, that made way. me yeah. that react to that. And like, when it comes to fat phobia, I get it's hard. Um, we. Uh, to teenagers now, like I, like we said, don't listen <laughs> if you're listening. I know it's hard now, but if I grew up now with like the Lizzo's and the like mm-hmm. women out there who are big and proud and beautiful, like what but- you guys have, I would, I don't think, I think I would still struggle because I grew up in like butt fuck nowhere. But at the same time, at least I wouldn't feel so alone, you know, and I think that's mm. something you guys should hold on to is you're not right. alone. And even yeah. if you are in the middle of buttfuck nowhere and everyone's size two and tiny and there's something in the water and you don't know what's happening while you're the only fat one because <laughs> that's how it felt <laughs> at the time. No, I know, right? It's, it's hard <laughs> in small towns, man, especially you never know who you're going to be friends with and you might be the only person experiencing such a thing and it just yeah. feels like intense it's like shit now everyone's watching me the town's small so it, it's mm. almost like everyone is watching you every time you walk out because mm-hmm. fat mm-hmm. gets you all insecure you're self-conscious yep. all the time you know what i mean you're just sitting here mm-hmm. like walking through the square someone may someone may laugh not even about you because they don't even care about you but mm-hmm. you hear that yeah. laugh and all of a sudden you're like shit oh my god i can't even be outside or go anywhere no one should ever mm-hmm. have to feel that way I go to a page sometimes when I'm feeling really low. And do you guys know Jamila Jamil? No. I've heard of her, but I don't know much about her. Look into it because she has this page on Instagram and it's called I Weigh. Mm. And basically she started this page because she was noticing on Instagram like this thing about how women were being like, basically rated for their weight or something. I can't remember exactly what she said. She said something along those lines. Look into it because she says it better than I ever could. She's really eloquent. I love her to pieces. She's like awesome. Um, She's really good for women. She's really, she's really like, she's good. Anyway, she has this I Weigh page and on it, people post just pictures about, and then they like, I weigh, you know, I work two jobs. I weigh my loving family. I weigh, and all the things that like they 
like instead of saying I weigh this much, they're going on about how much they weigh, you know, emotionally, spiritually, mm, mentally, right, what okay, they've taken okay. on in life, what they carry through life. And some are even like I weigh a wheelchair, like sort of like, you know, like they but they take it on as like a positive and it's like a really good affirmation system. So check her out. She's really cool. Um, and just quickly I wanted to touch on how being overweight just doesn't define self-worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think even males struggle with this, you know, and like there's been a lot of jokes about how, um, you know, fat women have makeup, fat men have being funny and stuff like that. I've never heard that one, but go on. Yeah, maybe that's an Australian thing. I don't know. <laughs> have you ever heard that one, Rich, um, Mitch? Say it again, please. Uh, fat women have makeup and fat men have being funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have actually. Okay, And yeah. it's, it's an ugly guy joke too because it's like, oh. It is. It's like, oh, how do these funny. ugly guys get a, get a girl? And he's just like, well, the more I make her laugh, the more she closes her eyes. Mm. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, 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 that's the other one. Oh, that hurt me. Yikes. (laughs) Well, when you when you think about it, it's it's coming from men. So, and it it is supposed to be a joke. So it's not actually, you know. Yeah, but just it hurts because like it's it's like maybe you feel that way about yourself a little bit. Yeah, some people. Yeah, but but if you're comfortable with that, and to me, and to me, since we're talking about fat phobia, we could brush on the beauty standard real quick because people mm-hmm. like to pretend there's some universal beauty standard. Except, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, here's the 411. There isn't. People just like mm-hmm. what they like, and sometimes certain groups of people tend to portray what they like more than others. And all of a sudden, people think they need to look a certain type of way. And by certain groups, I'm talking about media when there isn't any actual universal standard. People just really like what they like. And it's like, mm. let people be. Shit, why did I bring that up again? Um, you're all good. Oh, for the for the the men. So if, if you're secure in that, if you're like, yo, all right, I'm an ugly guy, but you know, I can make women laugh because I have a great personality, which is something you should take pride in. Having a great personality is fucking great. And you're comfortable with that. There's no problem with that. Beauty standard doesn't exist anyway. You're not actually ugly, and at least you're comfortable with who you are. Because in one sense, you're comfortable with how you look. You've accepted how you look, and you now also know you have a great personality. So there is there is a positive there in the joke, but it's still like, geez, man. Do you, do you think you can be positively ugly? <laughs> Me, personally, I don't actually really believe in ugly anymore. I'm not going to pretend I like everything. I don't. I'm not attracted or sexually attracted mm-hmm. to everything. No. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, it's like, once again, I am not the universal standard. You are not an mm-hmm. ugly person. I'm just not personally maybe attracted to you. Perhaps someone else is because there aren't really any ugly people unless there's like ugly fucking souls. Oh, you steal money out of fucking homeless people's tip jars? That's that to buy wow, to buy crack. That's dirty, dirty. Coke? Yeah, that's fucking <laughs> dirty. You, you ugly dirty as fuck, <laughs> motherfucker. You need to go. You need to go do wait. something about that ugliness. 
<laughs> Shit, man. How did you name like the, the most evil thing in the <laughs> yo, world? I, I just, I don't know. My brain just jumped there. I needed something ugly. I needed something I ugly. Like, so wow. that's one. You, like, that's uh, the oh, no, hold up. Let's, let's go for another one. Um, <laughs> you, you beat down, you're, you're a woman who tries to like beat down other women rather than lifting them up because you think you're prettier or superior in some way. Oh, you have, you had bigger boobs in school and stuff. And all of a sudden you are so much more valuable than the other woman. Oh, guess what? You're not actually hot. You're ugly as fuck, bitch. That was something crazy about high school. Sorry, just to jump back on to what I was talking about quickly. Something I never realized, but I found out like five years later, every guy in my school wanted to fuck me because I had tits and they didn't. But no one said anything. <laughs> to be like that sometimes. Like, I found this out like five years like later. This guy crazy. messaged me. That's crazy. He's like, hey. And I was like. Hi. <laughs> 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 oh, I needed people to see your face on that. Like, what? Claire's face was like, what the fuck are you? Okay, I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> not even, not even what do you want? Since when do you want? And what yeah. do you want? <laughs> no, in high school, he had nothing to do with me. He was never nasty to me, but he never had anything to do with me. He never spoke to me or anything. Turns out. Like him and half of his friends thought about it. <laughs> wow. And then felt the need to tell me five years later when they were no longer like oppressed by their fucking social hey, norms you know Claire from third English from, from third English, from third period English. What, Claire? You know, Claire. Facebook. You wanna hook her up? <laughs> hey bro, would you would you tap that? And everybody's in the locker room like, whoa, bro, Claire, Claire? You know That's- what? Actually, bro, she's got some knocker on us, man. I think I think I might what, bro? I'm sure you me too, man. And Claire's just walking around being bullied. And they would come out and be like, yeah, shut up, Claire. Fucking yeah. worse, Claire. Jeez, Claire. Oh my they God. Say, I have standards and none of them ever did. So. Thank God. That's Remember right, that Claire. Story. I, don't, I, I thought didn't that was crazy. Say, God, I was just like, like <laughs> yeah, Logan knows my self worth standards and how it fluctuates. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel you sometimes. We all been there, right? We all been there, kind of, sort of. Before we we set the we're like no no we're like no we can't keep doing that. To be fair, to be fair, Claire knows mine too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true. No, what I was thinking about was that like uh, that's a really real phenomenon you were talking about, but Mm. it's like in a way it's just stupid, and they don't like people don't get called out for being cowards as much as they should. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. I don't mean just because, you know, just to call them out, just to shame them. But, like, that would have made somebody grow, you know? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. want to talk to me now because your homies aren't around and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Now, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, uh, girls do that, too. Like, girls no, do that, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. with no, certain true. dudes, too. And it's like, uh-huh. people really should get called out about that a little bit more. Because it's like, you can't... I think it would just make the world a better place because like it would teach people that you shouldn't be afraid to like defend other people's humanity. Like if you find somebody attractive, right. And what if they are like conventionally ugly? This is what I wanted to say about the ugliness part, but like, what if they are conventionally ugly? Right. And you like that, like that's what you like. Right. Hmm. But you don't want to say anything because you don't want to get clowned by somebody. Right. Hmm. It's like, then on some level, you're kind of a coward about that, you know? And I don't mean to, like, put on put myself on a high horse about it, you know? I've been there. I know what that's like. But at the yeah. same time, 
I wanted to say that, you know, like somebody should have called me a coward for that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somebody should have said that. No, for real. They should have like, like mm-hmm. spoke up. Your ugly woman, coward man. <laughs> yeah, love your ugly woman, you coward man. That's what somebody should have said. <laughs> you know? Oh, God, like, you gotta, why no, would you let... Bro. Like, because, listen, this is the weird, this is the weird, like, pseudo weird part to me is like, you're looking at somebody, you like them, and everybody you know is like curb stomping them. They're just like, just fucking like stepping on them. And like, you don't do anything about it like yeah. isn't that like cowardly shit like yeah, think little, about well, well technically it's not your responsibility just because you actually like but it's like why don't you stick up no, and stand up for that exactly that's my point is that like this is somebody you say in your heart at least to yourself like every night like dang Sharice is real like I love Sharice right I mean but yeah as I know as soon as you get out there right it's like fuck Sharice it's funny hearing this from you because I know don't get me wrong it's like yeah maybe you should say something but it's like all right just because I have feelings of affection for Sharice all of a sudden means I got to take a bullet for Sharice. I think it goes and down to I'm not trying to, to take it to that people. extreme, yeah. but that's what I that's what, it's, you, you know, it's not necessarily that person's responsibility. Yes, I we think so. Wait, no, no, you, you do. Oh, okay, okay. So you got a good like, point, fuck. but... Y- you got a good point, but okay, yes, okay. you should take that bullet for Cerise because, like, you <laughs> the one that like her ugly self. So yes, you should get up. Cerise is an ugly, ugly woman. Beauty standards don't exist. I think what Logan's trying to say is, if you genuinely care for someone, you can't care just for their like. Like, there's something about them that you care for, so you should yeah. defend that. Like. And you shouldn't let appearance get in the way of that. You know, you can't, when you can't, people are autonomous. They're a full being. They're a full rounded person. Mm-hmm. It's more than just the tits, you know, like you should care for people. Right. Like if you care for them and you want to fuck them, then maybe you should show a semblance of, you know, morality. Right. And not fucking just ignore it for your own like self-preservation and selfish yeah, needs. Sure. And and Wait, side my- note, quick quick side note. Even if even if you don't want to fuck them, if you still end up liking them or attracted to them in some way, maybe you should still stand up for them anyway. Yes, I think I just zeroed I know, in. On, just- I th- no, I no I understand what he's going with it, but I no, think you know, I just no, you know I what think, I mean. It's- yeah, I think I just zeroed in on that one on that on that part though, because it's like even a person who says that they like you won't like step out and defend you. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's all. And it's going, like, yeah. and that's kind of the horrible part because sometimes you just need like one person to like defend you you know what i mean yeah instead of just roughing it by yourself and that's even like a friend thing like i remember yeah. there was this girl in my school she was shat on but for lack of a better term like she was not top of the feud like anywhere near the top and i was walking to class one time and i saw her and we had this like weird little podium in the middle of this like concrete area and she was just crossing over it and these boys came and they just shoved her down and she lost all her shit and her friggin glasses broke and her knees were grazed and i just went over there and i helped her pick up her shit and she was like checking out her knee scab and i was like gross okay <laughs> i was just helping her in my head obviously and i was like helping yeah, right, her pick right. up her shit and stuff and i was like do you want me to help you anywhere and she was like, no. And then she just looked up at me and she was like, thanks, Claire. And I was like, oh, like my heart just shattered into a million pieces. I was like, that meant a lot to her. Yeah. The fact that someone gave a shit that she felt. I didn't stop them. Like, I should have, but, you know, whatever. I'm not going to go back in time and do anything about it, so whatever. I should have stopped them. 
But I didn't. But at least I went over and I helped her up. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At least I gave her half ass something than nothing, you know? Right. She wasn't my <laughs> friend and, you know, I barely spoke to her again after that. Not because I didn't want to, but just because of life. I was older than her too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, shit happens, you know? And if you can just give, like, a piece of yourself, at least you're giving something. At least you're doing something. And to you, you just picked up some books and said some nice words. But to her... She didn't feel alone in the world, you know? Right. And, like, you hear about these stories about people who are this close to killing themselves, like this, like like an inch away from killing themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And then someone will do something like, oh, you dropped an apple or, oh, I noticed you did this or, like, gave them this tiniest semblance of, like, kindness and that has pushed them through over the edge, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's important. It's something to think about, that's for sure. I think when we were talking earlier about like survival instincts and like just wanting to survive, Mm. that becomes part of it because like you said, you, it it keeps somebody from feeling alone in the world. And we're such social, Mm -hmm. social creatures that like, if we feel alone, we do want to die. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. can we talk about ugly people? Cause I I wanted to talk. Jeez, 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 Logan, you really needed. And you see me on, on, on here saying, I don't even believe in that concept in the first place. I know. I wanted to circle back to it because. (sighs) I kind of wanted to kind of spark the conversation when I said, like, you know, do you think that, like, what I, I forgot what I said. But anyways, I just wanted to be like, because one time I read this thing, right? I read this post one time where, like, somebody was like, they hate when somebody's like, oh, you're beautiful. And they're like, try to tell like people, like people be like, oh no, you're beautiful. You're pretty and all this and that. And they're like, listen, I am ugly. I know I'm ugly and I like being ugly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and so like, I thought of like, that one's always like affected me in a way because like, I feel like we have like this stigma. We have like this thing where we try to fight against like beauty standards and norms. And I get that. But also at the same time, I feel like they're just like ugly people and like, it's okay to be ugly. You know what I mean? Like, it's just okay to just not look okay. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) But see, what what is looking okay? What is it symmetry to you? Because this is my thing. And and now we now we can kind of take it into the logical debate if you want to talk about it. I feel like it's not just the symmetry of one's face. I feel like if you are getting reviews all the time about how ugly you are, (laughs) like what are you supposed to do with that in your life? You know what I mean? Like if somebody comes to you and they're like, oh my God, you're so pretty. And then it's like, or like, or they do this or they do the thing where they go like this. Oh my God, you are so beautiful. How like, I just wanted to thank you for coming out today. You know what I mean? Like they do that shit to you. It's like, it's a kind of a good indication that you're not like getting sincerely treated as like a pretty person and you're not getting like, you know what I mean? So I get like what they say in the post when they're like, just like, leave me alone. Just like, let me be ugly and in peace. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's just like, I feel like you can be ugly and it can be okay. And it can be okay to just be ugly. And that like, what's not okay though, let me say what's not okay is for somebody to make you feel bad about being ugly. I think. 
You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, that's I, I I would agree with that. That's fair. I'm just told on the the standard of things because it just feels to me like it always just feels like a popularity contest almost. And I'm not gonna say that's always the case because there is a certain. I feel there is a certain like biological aspect to what people are attracted to in one mm-hmm. sense and what people like feel because I feel like procreation plays an element because you're like yo. And one level when we go, like, we're physically attracted to someone, we're also going, like, yo, I would want to sleep with that person mm-hmm. in, one, in one way. Like, I would see myself having children with that person because sexual attraction eventually leads to sex, which can lead to children. Right. And so it's like there's this aspect of passing on certain genes, which is why I asked you. I wasn't even trying to be mean. I was just like, so what is it to you? What is beautiful to you? Is it, like, the symmetry? Is it the way someone's skin looks? The way someone's eyes look? What makes you say that person is it for me. But oh, I say, I like about that. That. we can do that too. Well, I wasn't, I, I wasn't finished. Cause I was going to say even mm-hmm. to, cause that that's one aspect, but it's like, then it becomes a popularity contest where a person goes. So this is what does it for me. And they make other people believe like, that's what, that's what the standard is. And that's what it should be for yeah. you as well. Right. Cause I was going to say, I know people who are like, eye people, they love eyes, the windows to the soul, blah, blah, right. blah. But then people right. are all about the lips, you know, you got to have the lips. And then there's like, you know, butt people, boob people, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, people are different. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. No, no I just, so I just expect you to eat. But um, just, the, say, just the way you, you, you like landed on that one. I was keen to talk, and I was like, I'll just jump in real quick and just say this a little bit, and then you know. we were both just super silent. I was like, why? Because no, we just like we're just what, like, oh okay. I- well, like, yeah, okay, yeah, she probably has a little... Oh, you always oh, think that I'm was, going that was, to okay. with stuff, and sometimes I am. And the worst part is sometimes I'll have something really good to say. But mm-hmm. you guys will be busy doing that weird thing you do where you're arguing. So I'll just sit and I'll wait. <laughs> and then like you'll give me the floor. But it'll be something like stupid that I only have like one comment on. And then you'll be like, now talk. And I'm like, but I'm done. I decide how much I want to talk, not you. <laughs> so You're correct. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're just so earlier in the day, me and Mitch also had another argument. Clara like this. Oh, um, which one? It no, was he, a tiny argument. Um, it's just like I didn't even. Know. He doesn't even remember. I don't oh, remember. Is it the, the, oh, is it the white? The white? The Will you let me announce it so okay, I can right, announce right, it? Fine, Damn. Fine, fine. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Spoiler sorry. alert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot. How you spoil something before is like even know, on the show? No. Like well, you spoil on the show? Like, that's what a spoil. <laughs> oh no. Anyways, my fault. We were talking about like white guilt and white fragility, and I'm like, that's the same thing. And Mitch is like, no. So wait, now Claire was also like, no. So oh yeah, Claire-, <laughs> Claire was also like, no. Because and I was they just, aren't like, the same thing. I would like to clarify. I wasn't like, no. I was confused. Like I was like, I thought they were Damn different because of Damn a reason. <laughs> I do have a reason. No. What? Well, we'll get there, Claire. Claire, yeah, we'll, yeah, get we'll, we'll get there. there. We'll get there. Yeah, I was just asking. I was just begging the question. No. I was like, I thought this was what this oh, was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. No, oh, no. Oh, okay. Oh, no, yeah. I, she's saying, don't lump me in with you, Mitch. Um, so, explain <laughs> <laughs> right now. Lump me in with Mitch if I'm lumped in with Mitch, but if I'm not lumped in with Mitch, then don't lump me in with Mitch. <laughs> no, but I, no, I have reason. Like, they are different. They are different no, things, and I want to talk about it first specifically. Yeah. But, um, well, Logan, if you're finished, I'll, I'll no, go ahead. No, I want you to go ahead. No, so for me, and the reason I want to make the differentiation is just because I feel for us as black people, one, 
it's something that I feel is good for you to understand when, you know, dealing with white people. Because I don't feel I don't feel if we really want to help in one sense, I don't feel we always have to like bulldoze a situation. And I feel and there's also the other side where it's like white people, I need you to understand the bullshit that you're fucking pulling because it's so to me. So we have white guilt. Because we know what guilt are, we know what fragility is. That's why I'm like, how would you say the same thing? So we have white guilt, which is going, oh man, I feel so horrible about what my potential ancestors may have done to all these other communities in America or wherever. Shit, man, I feel horrible. White fragility is, oh man, I can't even talk about any of that guilt I feel because I feel so bad. And all of a sudden I feel like I'm going to break down and I can't even, I, I just, I just can't even do, you know, cause it's just so much for me to deal with. Cause, and and Logan, you're like, yo, cause you go along the same path, but I need you to understand the difference. Cause Mm -hmm. when we're talking about white guilt, we're talking about what you would rightfully feel. We can't take that away from you. When we're talking about, Oh no, to to me, we're talking about fragility. We're talking about your inability to cope and deal with that guilt that you're feeling because we need you to get past that guilt. Yeah, I thought the same thing, like as Mitchell, because um, I've been told a lot that I'm pretty okay at taking accountability, but I do still have the white guilt because obviously terrible things happened. And it's not because of my potential ancestors could have done it. It's because it happened and no one did anything about it. And I get Mm. angry that not... There wasn't a single white person that was strong enough to be like, hey, this is fucked up and pushed for, like, change, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel fragile in my guilt, you know. I don't, I'm not scared to talk about it because I think it's fucked up and I want to talk about it and I want to help people who I consider to be my friends, you know. So That's wonderful. I didn't see the. I didn't see how it was the same thing. What do you, you think, know? Logan? And no, that's exactly the reason. And that's why I'm telling mm-hmm. Logan because it's, but the thing, the thing about Logan, and I can't look at him and be like, I don't understand why you think that. Honestly, most people do. I make the differentiation because it's kind of just important to notice the difference because we're not going, because we're, because it's, it's important to go, listen, I understand where you're coming from. Listen, I get it. But at the same time, you at the next step is to go, I get it, but I really need you to stop just crying about it. You shouldn't mm. just be sitting here like, oh, I'm, I don't know, because most people can't even most people. White fragility keeps most people, most white people from even talking about the guilt they feel and trying to find solutions to these obvious problems in the first place. It's not the yeah. guilt that keeps them from I mean, doing that. It's the fragility that keeps them from doing that. I feel like that's why I feel like uh, white guilt and white fragility are the same thing. Like just what you just said right there. Really? Which is why that, is that? <laughs> because to me. I feel like white guilt is just like, uh, like it just comes from white fragility in a way. So to me, they are kind of like, not even like cousins. I feel like there's a direct line you can draw from one to the other. Well, I I think it would be reversed, but I see the point you're making. Well, I say because I say it's, it's that way because to me, white fragility is kind of the reaction to how white people react to um, realizing their own whiteness. You know, it's it's how white people usually react when they realize their when when their position in the world gets called out for for what it is and for whether it's not whether it's being used unfairly or 
or how it's being used. Like, uh, so like when you're, when you're doing like a microaggression or something and somebody calls you out, like even if we can even change the subject from racism and do sexism instead. So it could be like, uh, not so on the nose about it is that like what's wrong with it being on the nose well because then i don't want something to get lost in translation because like you know but you're translating to another (laughs) yeah but for this subject okay okay. it's like like when you hear like okay like when we say men are trash on online and then all of a sudden you hear all these guys all of a sudden you get a gaggle of men being like well i'm not trash i'm not trash i'm not trash well my cousin fred he's not trash you know what i mean it's like all of a sudden it's like it's more of the reaction instead of listening to what the the hurt party is is saying Mm. and so it kind of in a way it just sustains uh that that hurt it sustains whatever the person was speaking out against and it kind of hardens that position right and so that's the same way white fragility acts especially in the face of like white supremacy is like you call out white people from doing racist a b and c and then all the white people you never called out or tagged or anything all of a sudden they're the, the same ones who were doing the same action that you called out they're all of a sudden like reacting that same way the reason why i say uh, white guilt comes from white fragility is that it's just another way that people act out their fragility to me is that nobody really said that you had to self-identify as the person that's doing A, B, or C, right? But your guilt has called you out and then you react off of that, right? Your fragility has called you out and then you react that way. You know uh, what I mean? Well, I, I get what you're saying, but I, I do disagree. Well, so the the coming, I would say, in terms of how we're speaking on the subject, in terms of what fight, white fragility means in this example, it comes from the guilt. Because so you're saying the it was it was the guilt comes from the fragility. You said right. I feel like the guilt comes from the fragility because I don't feel like for first of all, I don't feel like it's the reverse because you have to feel guilty first, and to feel guilty means you have to feel at fault first. Whereas fragility right. is just the upending of your world. It doesn't necessarily okay. mean you feel guilty. It just means you feel uncomfortable. Well, so that's that's, that's why I say it's re- that's why I say it's re- it's funny you explain why I say it's reversed because when because it's not the. Because I agree what you said. It's like people feel mm. like people's world is coming coming undone, and that's why they have the response. Mm. But it's because they can't handle it. For me, it's because they can't handle the guilt that they're feeling. You put the guilt in their face because they're going to feel the guilt regardless. That, but, but that's what I have a problem with is you're assuming their guilt. So that's why I say it's the other way well, around. What if they are because, guilty? Wait, wait, you mean no, I'm they, assuming they, they that can feel be fine, guilty? Claire. They can be guilty, but I feel like that's not the majority. Wait, but Logan, are you saying I'm assuming they feel guilty or yes, I'm assuming yeah, they're guilty? Yeah. Okay. No, you're assuming okay. fi- they feel no, that's, guilty. No, that's, that's fair, Logan. I get yeah. what you're saying. But for this example, we're talking about, we will be talking about those who are experiencing what we commonly well, no, because I guilt. said that those two aren't the same, and you guys were saying why they were. <laughs> so. I no, I was saying why they were. No, you said they were the same. We said yeah. they were different. No, I, oh yeah, sorry. Why they were? <laughs> no, no, I just. It's okay. You know I how I speak like, sometimes. Not trying yeah. to like Wait, what? put you yeah. down. No, I was yeah. like, I think no, you're I got wrong. You. No, 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 no. I just got my words mixed up. But yeah, no, no, I you're get that. Good. But but so when? Oh, you go ahead, Claire. I was just going to ask. So. This is hard for a different reason, mainly because, like, I don't know how to word it. Not that I'm scared. <laughs> well, I mean, like, take I, your time, right? We, yeah, right. 
If Logan gets to I, take his dumbass like, time. I feel like I do. there's two layers <laughs> to white guilt mm-hmm. when you actually care. <laughs> like when you're yeah, like yeah, as yeah, someone yeah. like myself who genuinely cares and wants to change and wants to learn and wants to f- help fix this. Right. <laughs> Whatever this is. Like I want to help. I want to be a part of it. But I also want to be appropriately a part of it in the sense that I'm not making decisions on, or stepping on anyone's toes, you know? Right. So I feel like there's two levels of guilt. There's the guilt that we have that we didn't like white people didn't do shit like I was talking about before but there's also the guilt we feel when you know our privilege leads us to being ignorant you know Mm. and that's why I see like one of them I can see where the fragility is a part of but the other one I feel like it's just them trying to be accountable and feeling guilty for stuff that they've done just based on privilege does that make sense no, that that makes sense. Um, so it's just it's just my thing. So for because I I kind of agree with you in a sense on that, but I just think that it's still you're still getting the fragility from the guilt, and they're still different because it's like a person's gonna feel the guilt regardless. And now Logan, mm. you brought up the fact that not everybody has to feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And now, like I'm saying, I'm specifically talking about people experiencing what we call white guilt and the mm. fragility and un, and not being able to deal with it. Well, comes if you from zero not it being in on like, some people that confuse that it though. I think but people that's what, that's what we're talking with about. emotions they jump on things. Does that make sense? Like I think mm-hmm. you but know, could you elaborate I a little know bit enough. Well, I know enough, say, Logan makes a post, post, he's calling out these specific white people for the specific thing that they've done in mm-hmm. this time period that was racist or a microaggression or whatever. I ain't going to do anything about it because I know that I haven't done that. So I know that's not targeted at me. Like, I'm not being mm-hmm. subtweeted at all, and I'm confident in that fact. Right. And I also know if it is, like, and I if I do pick up on the subtweet and it's something that I have done, I will message Logan and be like, hey, is that directed at me? If so, I'm sorry, I didn't understand, yada, yada, yada. I address the problem privately yeah. um, and appropriately. And I think that people just don't have that level of, I'm not saying I'm the best or anything or I'm a great person or whatever, but I think people just don't have that level of, like, self-constraint where they're so, is this, I don't know, I'm starting to realize, is this what you're talking about when it comes to like them feeling guilty for everything, like taking on everything and like sort of using it as like a defense maybe? Well, it's, I don't know, let, I'm still just trying to work it out. Are you trying no, to no, ask, I get wait, it. It's are hard. you asking me or Mitch? Well, I oh, think she anyone. was just asking about what I had an explanation. Let's, <laughs> no, I anyone who's listening, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, we could define like it a, a little bit more just to get a sense of like understanding. When we're referring to the, to the white guilt, it's just kind of that overarching sense of like you know guilt that white people tend to feel for certain crimes up to current up to current yeah. date and it's not necessarily anything necessarily specific it's just like oh shit i'm white and in that similar sense like black americans where they're not entirely sure where they they originally originate they're just they don't know who actually did what they just know that the people who was doing that shit looked kind of like them and they have <laughs> privilege up to this time because, because of, that. of that and it's I just think, like oh i think shit. the way i'm talking about it is because um I'm talking about it in the way I'm talking about it because you guys are talking about white guilt in a in a kind of positive manner and how mm. it could kind of be constructive sometimes. But I don't believe that's the majority of the story, nor is that like I don't necessarily believe that's people that's not my majority mix experience with that's not white your guilt. experience. Yeah. But I'm I'm also not talking about it in a positive manner because it's all negative. No, <laughs> no, I don't mean to talk about it in a positive manner. I'm just it's, it's, I'm referencing myself a lot about it. because that's my experience as a white person. Mm. And 
I am the positive side because I know that I'm trying. So maybe well, that's Well, you're not dealing with white fragility because you're able no. to accept, you know, yeah. the, what the truth gonna, is yeah. and you're dealing. You have yeah. white guilt because you're a human being. People feel guilt. White guilt isn't yeah. actually different from any other sense of guilt. It's just here in America specifically to exist yep. for specific reasons. Yeah. And the fragility comes from when, unlike Claire, a white person is just like, I... I don't really know how to. I don't really know how to feel. Really feel about this, and it makes me feel okay, horrible. Well, and I'm therefore not going to do why anything do about it. Why don't we actually define what we mean by when we say? Well, I was guilt. doing that because I just did it for guilt. You don't let me get to fragility. <laughs> no. What do we? What do you mean by guilt? Like, what do you mean? I like, literally just. I mean, because what I I hear what you're saying, but I'm saying like. Do you want so me to many, get more specific? Or, yeah, because so many people when they hear white guilt, the thing that they mean is that they actually mean like this weird pseudo liberal thing that like maybe sometimes liberal white people do where they like plead a lot to be excused for like mm. white people's crimes and stuff and mm. and not oh. actually do good. anything mm-hmm. for like mm. their position in the world or whatever mm-hmm. is going on. It's you know, all about just, them. It's all to yes, make themselves exactly. feel better. And so that's really that's that's the that's the the common use of white guilt that I'm trying to speak to. No, and because when, you know what I'm saying? Cause we're on a no, public forum. I, I get you. I hear you. I hear you. I'm glad, I'm glad you explained that actually. It's good yeah. that you said that, but I hear you, but no, we're talking in this sense, guilty. Like not that we can prove anybody, <laughs> not that we can prove anybody's guilty, Logan. I know you laugh, but no, we're, we're talking about guilt. We're yeah. talking about guilty. And I, and I know where it's not like, it's not like that guilt or guilty is going to make anyone do anything. But mm-hmm. we still also know people specifically feel that way. Otherwise, we wouldn't have people advocating for certain things because you know we do we do like to we do like to call out. I don't think you need to necessarily happening. feel guilty about Logan. Logan and to, I, and to I agree with you. About it, I honestly you know do I mean? agree with you. I think that's, I think that's that, true. But that's why I feel like it's a derivative of of the fragility. But bit. no, it's not because about me I and don't you. Feel like, well, because like, if did you I, just say I don't feel about? You help me not say I, I don't feel white guilt because I'm like, why would you feel white guilt? No, bro? I was gonna say something <laughs> else. I don't feel guilty about like uh, crimes cisgender people or straight people do against gay people or non. No, you're not. You're not fragile about it, Logan. No, you know that shit happens, but you never. You yourself don't ever do that. And even if you had, and even if you do feel guilty that straight people do that, you're not the person to just sit down and shut down and pretend it doesn't happen. That that and that's one of the basic points. That's just not who you what, are. No, but people like that more exist. What I'm, will you let me say what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead and say what you said. <laughs> it's more than just not feeling guilty about or me not doing like some anti-gay shit. It's like it's like my point in saying that was that like. I don't feel guilty about things like that because <sighs> Logan, wait, before you, Mitch, he just takes me on a, Logan, wait, 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 before you continue, that, listen yeah. to what, and I, I'm going to let you finish, but listen to what you said. Okay. Cause Kanye. you're like, I don't, you're like, I don't feel guilty. And I'm like, okay, that's good for you, Logan. Yeah, but we're not talking about me and you. We're not even talking about Claire in this example. I was just trying to make a metaphor or like I know, but I was like, where, where are you going? <laughs> because what I was trying to say was how unproductive white guilt can be sometimes because mm. it has nothing to... And I know what you're saying, Mitch, but what I'm saying is 
I can't even breath. remember what the hell it is I'm saying because he interrupts me so much I that know. like, and I know he. Uh, I'm sorry, I, listen, I don't mean to. You're right. I'm listen, sorry. I'm you're sorry, a man you're right. filled with good points in your body. I get it. No, but you're right. You're right. You're right. It's just sometimes I'm like, I'm like, well, yeah, no, no, no. You're right. I do not know what the hell I was talking about. I have thousands of questions, but I need to wait until I get my answers. But no, I do. I do apologize. Please. All right. We'll try to take your time. Figure it out. Go ahead, Claire, and I'll try. I'll probably figure something out. But I have questions. I don't want to ask. Go for it. Go ask a question. Ask a question. I'll answer if I can. You know this. No, you're done. Fuck you. We're done. What I say, we're done. Something I will touch on. I'm just instead of asking a question, because I just thought of it then, was you guys know I'm not American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah obviously. Yeah. yeah. And okay. because of that, <laughs> sorry, I don't know. I'm <laughs> I love her face <laughs> when she said that. <laughs> no, it's just, it just, it seems like. Said, was, she, know, even she was like, like taken aback by her own question. You guys know I'm not, you guys know I'm not American, right? I'm, I'm like. <laughs> talk showy and be like you know how on this and like yeah, yeah. I feel like but it came out so like literally dumb oh. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. like so not professional or cute or anything and you're just like fuck me no, I do this right. every time anyway no, so yeah, my point is being Australian I deal with like I don't deal with racism but Australia deals with its own racism mm-hmm. in its own right um and I was just thinking about it while you guys were talking, and I think that's why I, I wanted to know, because even though your experiences aren't anything to do, well, not anything to do, but, like, aren't, aren't the, same the same as, like, yeah. a, an Aboriginal person's experiences or an Asian person's experiences, there's still that base level of, like, I'm a white person and white people fuck people up, <laughs> like, right. in yeah. history, you know? like, And I was just thinking about how... Um, Someone was talking to me like a little while ago and they were like, I know you hate the word person of color, but I don't know how else to say this. So they were a person of color and they, I'm talking to you Mitchell. Yeah. You know how last time you were like, I hate that term. And I was like, I know, but I don't know what else to say. I said I hate the term person of color. (laughs) You did. Oh, yeah. and oh no, for yeah, the, just episode, just yeah. because we separate white people f- from the term person of color, yeah, which yeah. isn't actually true. I don't actually hate the term though. I'm sorry for that. No, confusion. I just meant that they weren't white. Right, <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah, what I they were because I didn't bother asking and it didn't matter to me. Right. Um, if I had to guess, East Asian. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. Anywho, they weren't a white person and they were like talking about my eyes and they were like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're so Aryan. And I was like, oh. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. What does that mean? Like, I was grossed out. Because like, in my head, you know how I know about like World War II and stuff, Aryan ain't a good thing. <laughs> like, right. That's not nice. Like, uh, a quick, quick side was- note. Yeah. Oh, no, finish. No, no, no. You, you go finish. I'll, I'll sign <laughs> You're going to interrupt me too, yeah? No, no, no. Uh, no not for a serious <laughs> thing. You, I'll, I'll just say it after. It's just, it's funny that you say that. Well, for me, I don't, like, that's where, what I'm trying to get to is, I think that's a lot of where my guilt lies, I think. Not necessarily mm. in World War Two or anything like that, but I look the part, you know, of the, mm-hmm. the quote-unquote yeah. bad guy of the story, you know? And people, and I... <sighs> said to them, I can't remember what I said, but I said something along the lines of like, oh, that's 
<laughs> I was like, that shouldn't make me beautiful. Like, you're beautiful too. Like, I was trying to be like, no, I love you. I love your skin. Right. I love your eyes. I think your almond eyes are so beautiful. Like, I'm just right. going off on this really orky tangent of how right. pretty her almond, like, brown eyes were. <laughs> 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 to the point where, like, my lesbianism was showing, like, a lot. And she was getting a little something. She was like, was uh, so, <laughs> It came from such a genuine place of, like, no, don't think this is what the standard should be. No, fuck this guy. Like, no, nah, you're beautiful. Like, I was like trying to just. <laughs> She's going to fuck her so way out of her white guilt. Like, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, though, I was like just showering her. And I was like, and your hair's so sleek and black. And oh, I just love it. Like, you know, like, I was like going off at this girl. And she was standing there and she was like blushing and she was like, oh, thanks. Like, <laughs> but. You know me, I make things so much more intense with my good intentions. Right. <laughs> like, or worse with my good intentions. I think all good. When you say, like, I think that's what I was trying to say earlier. When you say, like, you looked apart, is that, like, I'm, like, being a straight person, right, doesn't mm. make me feel like, uh, I don't feel obligated. I don't feel obligated because you're, so like, feel, cause you're yeah. straight. Yeah, you exactly. Feel and I don't Wait, 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 wait. what's this in reference to, bro? What was this? Shut up. <laughs> That's what it's in reference to. Shut up, Mitch. So I don't lose it again. Okay. I, well, all right, well, he did it, it twice it, in a row. No, no, You're I'm sorry. A monster. I'm sorry. I don't lose it. And you guys are evil. Shut up. Anyway, fucking <laughs> Lex Luthor over here. He's like, <laughs> he no, you, you know what the weird part is? He apologized and everything and then did the same shit less than five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, that did happen. That did happen. That did happen. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry, what I was I'm saying, because Claire brings up, you know, looking the part. And that's what I was mm. kind of thinking of when, when I was trying to say the last thing last time was that I get that, like, white people has this thing where they kind of, you know, like, it's very possible, like, your ancestors did some horrible shit to some brown people, right? Yeah. It's, like, more sorry, than possible. No. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, <laughs> You know, it's not good for that. I feel like white guilt is such a part of white supremacy, and it is kind of a defensive thing because of the fact that just like the whole white privilege thing, and this is what I'll use the metaphor for since Mitch is always going to interrupt me when I bring up like other stuff, uh, is that <laughs> stay focused? Is that is that, um, Oh yeah, white privilege, sorry. Is that when we're talking about like, I hate when white people say that like, oh, you should, or really when anybody says really, it's because I really hear more uh, black people or brown people say that white people should use their privilege for good and not evil. And I'm just like, nope, that's not how that works. Because <laughs> this, this is why I say that. You can't use white supremacy for good. Like it's just like you can't. You can't. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about this you anymore. Can't. You can't. Real do shit. It. Real shit. But like, I can't believe you said it like that, bro. You can't. Like that's where you white, can't use white supremacy for good. <laughs> that's where white privilege is. Let's not deny that. 
it's true. You can't use it for good. <laughs> so it's can, like, mm. so to me, it's like when you talk about white guilt, it's just another subset of that. Like it's just another piece of that. Like when we're talking about white fragility or white guilt or white privilege, these are all just little bits and pieces, little pillars that like hold up white supremacy, right? In their own little way, you know? Like white guilt just like exempts you from the problem. White fragility just like makes you defensive and makes you like come up with really good arguments about why this shit isn't your fault. Like, and white privilege just like cements you in your own comfort. So it's like all of these little things are all just like, we're talking about just, we're talking about white supremacy every time we say these things and then we're like and then we're like trying to turn in little tiny pieces and then why this thing does this and why this thing does that and it's just like it's all it's all racism it's all just fucked you know what i mean and like mm-hmm. you shouldn't like logan mitch i get is, you but mitch, that's is, too mitch is right that you shouldn't mitch is no. right that you shouldn't feel guilty and you shouldn't dive into that feeling because at the end whoa, of the whoa, day, whoa, 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 what? I never said that. <laughs> no, you were saying something like how like white guilt just isn't. No, it's helpful. just it's just why you feel guilty, but like, like well, if you like feel guilty, you're gonna in, feel guilty regardless. Yeah, I get that, but like, it's, I I even don't like when like white people feel guilty about racism and shit because a lot of the time they want to feel racist, like they want to feel guilty about racism that they didn't commit, but they saw other mm. white people commit. But I very rarely see white people actually feel guilty about the shit that they do. Because as soon as you actually say, hey, this is the white fucked up shit you do, now they got defensive, right? Hmm. And so, like, when we're talking... Yeah, like, yeah. (laughs) So, like, when we're talking about, like... Yeah, when we're talking about, like, white guilt and everything, it's like... You're just like trying to be exempt from the problem. And if you do Hmm. feel guilty, you know, you probably should like actually do something about it. Like, and I don't think that that's necessarily white guilt. I think that's just like accountability when somebody is like actually like intent on like rectifying whatever they did that was wrong. You know what I mean? Um, Logan, it's so Logan. funny. It's you're, oh, you because I don't want to call. <laughs> listen, this is what well, I wait, mean. Hold on, Logan, Logan, Logan. Let, 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 let me quick. define before you go. What I don't okay. want to end up doing. <laughs> Fuck you, Mitchell. You got to go. <laughs> what I don't want to end up doing. I'm kidding. I'm you. kidding. You're okay. No, I know. Wait. I'm sorry, dude. Oh, okay. No, no, wait, it's wait. fine. I'm not. I don't wait. take it seriously. Wait, what I don't want to end up doing is just is calling guilt, like the actual guilt emotion, the actual real emotion of guilt, white guilt. Like that's what I don't want. That, oh my god! You know what I mean? We'd never do that, Logan. We no, didn't do that this I entire know. time. I know, but uh, we're, what like, do I you did... want? Well, well, yeah, like, wait, what, in like your ideal. Because I get, you want like, I get feeling to... guilty. I get feeling guilty about. Oh, that's a good one, Claire. Thank you, actually, for going what? along that path. Well, here you didn't catch her the first time. You asshole! Interrupted no, I got Claire. It. I, no, I wanted to not say let what, her finish. No, I wanted to hear why she had her thoughts together. I wanted to hear why you thought it was a good one, even though you were the one that interrupted her thoughts just then. So go ahead. <laughs> I'm so, just go. No, because what, what Claire said would I think she was the path she was about to bring you along, I think would help with in terms of like okay. trying to what work through things. So this is to Logan. So I already sort of know when to stand. She's like, okay. <laughs> okay, go, go Claire. Um what in your ideal? Mm-hmm. How 
do you want white people to act? How would you like, to react to like racism react, and stuff? React to act to you know like act and react. And I clarify that because you know some things do need to be acted upon, and then some things need an appropriate reaction. So what would be the appropriate appropriate act and act? Uh, sorry, action and reaction in your ideal. I think the I think the appropriate reaction. I think the hey, appropriate. Paulo. This is our producer here, Apollo, <laughs> the podcast cat. Um, <laughs> I think our, um, I think the appropriate reaction is, I think self introspection is like the appropriate reaction. Like, what are you doing? Like, stop looking so much at what other people are doing, and stop centering yourself always as the standard of whether or not. Uh, justice is being attained or not because like i feel like a lot of time in a lot of spaces especially like social justice type spaces here come white people and then we have to cater to whatever it is they're feeling in the moment you know what i mean we have to cater to whatever like whatever they feel is is the important issue or whatever they mm-hmm. feel is the topic of the day and then we're not supposed to call that racism too you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can't have equality where one person is the most important person in the room. Yeah. You know what I mean? I get that. Yeah. No, yeah that's so all, that's all it's just sense. like when you guys ask me like, what do I want? I want you to like just take a step back. I want people to just take a step back for a second. And that doesn't, and that's in any space from where you're, you are the dominant party. If you're, if you're a man in a female space, you should like calm the fuck down. Like if you're, mm-hmm. uh, if you're a straight cis person and like, uh, in a queer space, you should calm the fuck down. Like if you're, <laughs> <laughs> if you're a white well, person in a person of color space, you should calm down. Cause it's, everything's just not about you. It's just not mm-hmm. about you. And what yeah. white supremacy has done for the past like thousand years or so is like tell white people that everything is about you. And I get that that's a big hurdle to overcome, like mm-hmm. learning that like everything isn't about you. But like at the mm-hmm. same time, you ask me what <laughs> you can do. And so, you know, that's what you can do. You can just calm down and like realize that some shit isn't about you. Sometimes you're really just going to have to let some shit Logan, fly. It's so funny because... Oh, could I just say what I, yeah, what I was going to say real yeah, quick? Yeah, of course, man. You're I was just going to I was just going to say Logan, it's it's you bring this all up, but I brought mm-hmm. up white guilt and white fragility to get mm-hmm. to the point of saying you're supposed to cuz you're going to feel guilty if you feel guilty, if you feel guilty regardless. The point is you don't get to feel fragile cuz you need to back up take in suspicion and look at yourself. White people don't do that because of white fragility. It, it's yeah, just funny I, that. I guess what I'm saying is I don't even want to f- you to feel guilty because like the guilt doesn't do anything. Wait, so you it's just, the same you thing. just want, you want, so let me get this right. You want human beings to act entirely like human beings have acted this entire history and just feel nothing yet somehow solve the solutions without feeling anything. I, that's what I was trying to say earlier about the straight and gay <laughs> thing, though, was that I but don't still say feel same, same I thing. don't feel guilty about crimes committed against uh, non cisgendered people or or whatever. I feel fucking angry about them. Like I I feel impassioned about them. Mm-hmm. Like I want to do something about them, but it's not about me. So like, what am I feeling guilty about? Mm-hmm. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you feel guilty about your ancestors doing something, but they're your ancestors. And that's why you feel guilty. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I mm. don't feel guilty about that stuff. If my dad 
or my uncle or somebody beat up like a trans woman in the street, fuck him. And I would like go beat him up or something. Well, you know what I mean? You, you couldn't. Well, I guess you could beat him up. If I say you couldn't Why kill him. Because <laughs> so, then you take yourself out the timeline. If you killed him, you take yourself. Yo, fuck that dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. But I'm no. saying like, like, okay, like, all right. Even with that example, right? And it is somebody you know in your family or whatever, right? That's your family. That's your mm-hmm. problem. Why am I bringing that to you about that? Right? Why wait, am wait, I bringing... Logan, if we're, like, Logan, this if we're what talking I mean. guilt... No, no, listen, no, listen, listen, okay. listen, listen, Mitch. Like, if a white person... Linda, listen. If, if, if a white person had, like, uh, like they, they knew their great-great-granddaddy owned slaves or something, why are you bringing that to me? Mm. That's not my problem. Why are you bringing that to me? What are you telling me about that shit for? You know what mm. I mean? Keep that uh, in your heart. Keep it pushing. Okay, Logan, I don't I'm need to know here. about it. This shit's not. It's not relevant to me. It's not relevant to my day. It's not relevant to anything that's going on with my black ass life right now. So it's like you bringing that out to me and being like, "Oh, like I feel bad because like we own this estate and everything." Well, sell this fucking estate and leave me alone. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's what I mean. It's like your guilt is not beneficial to me. Your guilt doesn't mean anything, really, and it doesn't come from anywhere but you. So. It's not helpful. It's only coming from like white supremacy in the first place. So yeah, that's what I mean. I don't want to feel guilty because it's not coming from anywhere that's actually constructive. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not doing anything constructive, and it's not doing anything for anybody. And I think that's why they get turned into a meme. I think that's why people get turned into a meme for having white guilt in the first place. Is that yeah. it's so ineffective that even other white people make fun of white people for having white guilt. You know what right. I mean? I think no, it's really important that, saying but... all this because. Ben says he doesn't have white guilt, and I always struggled with that because I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, I never got it. <laughs> I think he is coming from your point of view because he he's like, I didn't do that. He's like, I do care. Like, he's not racist at all. He doesn't mm-hmm. – like, he cares. He honestly cares more than I do half the time about stuff. Um, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that goes. No, but, I hear you. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's literally just like, I'm not going to feel racist. And he's – friggin' English. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not taking account of, I, he's like, I wasn't there. I didn't do that. And I would never do that to a human being. Right. And he goes as far as to say, he's like, if I could go back in time, I would like do something like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. Right. <laughs> like you do you, babe. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just let him have that fantasy of freeing the slaves. Like, good. Like, <laughs> like, like sweet. Ben is John Brown. Like, <laughs> he'd be like, I'd hop in a boat and take them back to like Africa. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> let me know how that goes. <laughs> be safe. I hope you make it back. <laughs> yeah. You can kill Hitler while you're at it. well you see the thing the thing is but that isn't that isn't a i'm i'm only getting confused now especially with the last few things logan just said because it's like that isn't that isn't the point because it isn't it isn't to bring up the concept of white guilt and fragility to go like a a good job man i'm i'm glad you know that you're guilty i bring Mm -hmm. it up because like you say it's fucking annoying Mm mm-hmm and like we Mm -hmm. need to to, on both sides know how to navigate that shit i get why you feel guilt 
now do something about it. I bring up the fragility because the fragility is usually what keeps you from doing something about it. Right. And you don't get to you. If you want to feel guilty, OK, you don't get to sit there and be fragile. I don't if you want to feel guilty. OK, fine. I don't care. That's your feelings. You get to feel how you can feel. Claire said, you know, in one sense, I do feel what I'm talking about. She's like, no, I agree with you. Mitch. That's awesome. That's great. But it's like, so it's just, I was confused because it's like. No, Mitch, I completely agree with you. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is keep that shit to yourself. And that's what I don't like is that white guilt guilt is is not just like an internal manifestation. It's an external thing that everybody Mm. must know about your white guilt. Everybody must deal and cater to your white guilt. Like everybody else. Yeah, Yeah. everybody else has to deal with this thing that you're going through about racism. No, those are just fragile fucking, fragile fucking motherfuckers pretending to care. Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. No, okay, no, no, no. I get it's just I'll, your last few. I was like, wait, I don't. I was like, yeah, I don't understand. No, that's all I've been saying this I whole don't time. Understand? <laughs> but no, I, I, <laughs> I didn't even do that. No, but I, 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 I'm glad we had the discussion now yeah. too. So fuck you, Logan, because I'm a mess at this shit. But, <laughs> no, but, 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 but um, but no, I bring it up just to say, like, yo, listen, white people, whether you're guilty or not. You have a responsibility, like the rest of us, by you. And Thank I want to bring that up. Thank you. Like the rest of us, because you're not, it's not that you're special. It's not, it's Thank all on you. you. It's That's just you have a responsibility, Thank you. like the rest of us, to get off your ass, not be fragile, and be willing to do, put some work in. It's just accountability actual for stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? And actual growth <laughs> takes being uncomfortable. This is the other exactly. thing. Exactly. That's this- what I was going to say. As we were saying last week, don't be scared to be uncomfy. No one gives yeah. a shit Touch. about you. This is the other thing. This is the other thing. <laughs> Sorry. There's, there's plenty of white people that just sit on the sidelines. You know what I mean? And don't do shit. True. Right? Absolutely true. So it's like, I didn't ask you to be the Martin Luther King Jr. of white people. Like, I didn't ask you, like, to do shit. I didn't ask you to make a speech, like, you know, do charity (laughs) or whatever. Like, you don't have to. If you don't feel like you guys to care about this racism shit and you can just go with your little white people life and, you know, have your brunch or whatever, go do that. Live free. I feel like Bane, like... Do whatever you want, like you know. Oh, just like, I give it back to you. I give it back to you. You know, just the go people. do what you want to do. <laughs> You're going to do that anyway. Anyway, yo, stop putting your bow on like a piece of shit. Like, yes. Why are you coming to bother my little black ass about it? <laughs> no, yeah, I, I do get that, and that's that's just unacceptable because your guilt. It's listen. No one's here to cry you a pity party. Hey, you know, I just feel so bad. About what my people did to yours, and it's just like I'd punch you in the face. Leave me alone. <laughs> I can't, like you know. Is there anything I could do, but never actually does anything? You know, be, I you know what? That, that'll help, be the, be, I'm the wrong help. one because I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. You know what? You should stand there and let me hit you in the face. I think my ancestors would like it. Like you, are you gonna let me do it? The fact, the fact <laughs> is, they would. They'd respect both you and the white person. Be like, oh damn, he just let him. Yo, yeah. it's like, I, you know, we gonna chalk one off for them. Good job, Logan. Good on you, boy. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit. Oh shit. Yo, Kwame just got a halo, my nigga. Hey. <laughs> my ancestors be like, <laughs> yo, my nigga Kwame just got a halo. Okay. My ancestors. Hey, yo, yo, Logan, yo, get get more of them. Let you hit them like that. It don't mean much, <laughs> yeah. but it feel good. Mitch, it feel like <laughs> Mitch. My ancestors be like, I, I didn't, I didn't know where he was going with this whole podcast shit. But like when he let that, when he had got that white person to let him hit him. You know, I, I knew we were someplace. I, I, I see it. I see it. I see. I see the vision. I see the vision. Like, you know, hey, I'll get on this ship. You know, I'll get on this ship. <laughs> Chains and all. <laughs> oh no, that one was bad. That, that, that boy's got that it. Was that bad. boy's got it now. <laughs> that one was bad. 
let me leave that one out. But um, yeah, that was yeah. I just I I only bring it up to say like get off your ass and do something about it. If you do feel the guilt, and if you are going through like a fragile stage, all right, cool. Real growth takes being uncomfortable. Get off your ass and actually do something. No, for real. For real, um, for real. Join the rest of the team. We've been waiting on you all fucking lifetime. Do you have, I know you got to go, but do you have time for Marsha P. Johnson? No. <laughs> Damn. No. We know I'm going to be here until like 11. Okay. I, I do got to run, but between you and Claire, for that specifically, I know y'all got that. All right. So everybody, Mitch has got to go. But, and thank you, Mitch, for coming. Um, As always, of course. Gracing us do with you your have, presence. Do you, yeah, I know. <laughs> do you have anything you would <laughs> okay, like to? Claire. You, you know, it's coming. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Let him. I know. Hold on. I just want to. I just want to yeah, call out me rat. and Claire. Me and Claire have that relationship that that a Game of Thrones relationship with Amelia Clark, where it's always that one sassy person to the other sassy person, and it's and it's and it's, and it's, and it's Danny's face being like, mm-hmm, and the other person's like. Mm-hmm. Claire's like, and I'm like, she's like, and I'm like, I just fucking love it. Um, but no, the last thing I just want to leave the people with, because we had some some good subjects here. You know, don't be ashamed. Your body is your body. Learn to love it, regardless of what anybody else thinks. Uh, white people, we sick and tired of your shit, and all we want you to do is just be great, like everybody else is capable of doing. There isn't actually a term white. You're also a person of color. You just a little bit paler skin than most. And then finally, a pink. That's All right, say bye to the people, Mitch. I did. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. See you, man. All right. Peace and love, y'all. I'll bye. talk to you soon. You have a good one. Love you. Have love fun. you too. I'll check y'all later. <laughs> oh, he's still here. I was like, yeah. I'm I am. I'm, 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 I'm going <laughs> Face, but you know it's dead. oh my god <laughs> okay that was that was a long one it was no it was I, was, one, I was happy with that though because i like the discussion no i i do too i think it is important to like uh get through that i just want to learn i don't know if it's because of who i grew up with or where i came from but as soon as like I worked out shit was going down, I was like, I want to learn and I want to be on the right side. <laughs> How do I do that? <laughs> Someone guide me. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, no one's going to guide me. All right, I'll work it out myself. But I okay, think that's I fine. <laughs> I think that's fine. I think that's okay. I think we're supposed to want to learn. I don't think we're supposed to like burden each other about like our struggle with learning or mm. not even really our struggle with learning, but just like trying to like vocalize to somebody that you know. Yeah. You know, it's just like. Something my mom said to me was. She had a friend who was an Aboriginal, and she said to me, she said, if you ever want to learn about racism or whatever, do it yourself because mm-hmm. they've already got enough on their plate mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be their burden to teach you. And she said right. this to me, like, long before the PC days. She said this to me when I was like, my mom was so ahead of everything. She was the best. Um, <laughs> and she said this to me before, like, like when I was like 14. She's like, don't put that on them. If you genuinely want to be there for them, you know, friendship's about supporting each other. Mm-hmm. And then she uses like these examples about like if you had a friend whose dad was abusive or you had a friend who was going through something, you know, you wouldn't want to be like, teach me about this horrible thing. You're like right, you wouldn't exactly. put that on them. You wouldn't make them go through that trauma to so you, just so you could learn because that's yeah. selfish. 
And so because of that, I've always tried to like stumble through myself. <laughs> I'm like a toddler just rampaging through racism. But, um, <laughs> but what privilege would that be to like <laughs> – you say you're sorry about the exploitation of black people, and then you're like, mm. "Hey, black person, would can you like? I to, would you, you? <laughs> can I exploit you? Would you like to teach me something for free? Like, <laughs> like yeah. you wouldn't? Put How in dare any you? Effort? Like, you know? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, something like I just I so I've been having trouble with Karens lately. Since we're on the subject. (laughs) No, because I have been having trouble with Karen's from where I work. Mm. And the trouble I've been having is just like people just being rude, like really rude. And like for no reason, because like at work, I'm very, very nice. I'm not like this at all at work. And so so, no, like I give like really good customer service. I'm like, I try my best, you know, to like Mm. be like, you know, really nice and like, you know, yeah, yeah. I even try to like be like, oh, the customer's right. And, you know, give people what they want and things like that. But sometimes people just like ask for shit for free. And I'm just like, listen, I can't just like give you the store. You know what I mean? And like, I had a run in with a Karen lately and it was really, really bad. It was just really bad. It was stupid. Right. Mm. And literally we had to give her something for free. And like, she was so like mean and like abusive to me before, like before I even really could say anything. All I, all I told her was what the price of something was going to be. And she flipped out. Like she just flipped out. And then we ended up giving it to her for free anyways. And I was just like, I was reeling from it. Not because like we had to give it for free, but because like. got abused. Yeah. And like nobody like cared. Nobody stood up for me. Yeah. Nobody validated that. Even after it was over, nobody said anything about it. And Mm -hmm. it was just like, you know, I was like, wow, that's really like, it was just like, it was just a fucked up situation. You know, nobody came back, said anything. Right. And so it just got me thinking. Right. Because I know. A lot of us peons out there, we're 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 all working dead end jobs and shit, and we're not, you know, we're trying to make the paper and we're making the best of it. But like, I feel like these corporations and these uh, these companies, since they don't really give a shit about us, but they do want us to make that money, I feel like they underestimate us because like we are the collective and we are greater than you know one or the other, you know. And it just makes me think that like we should have like a system. Like if you're like in like customer service or like you're in like some type of like retail position or even like, you know, like a restaurant position, right? We should all band together and we should, what we should do is we should get like these little cards or like even bring like little pieces of paper to that we can write on, right? And what we should write on them is basically, hi, <laughs> <laughs> you got to start with hi, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, be like, hi. Hello, fellow. <laughs> no, it'll start Flex like this. radio. Like, listen. Yeah. <laughs> it goes, hello. Yeah. <laughs> it goes, hello, hello, fellow worker. This is what it's going to say. <laughs> hello, fellow worker. I too am a fellow worker and I understand the struggle is hard. This is a long note. <laughs> it's like an essay, like one of those scrolls you yes. pull out. <laughs> but I just thought right now I'm trying to get some free shit. So I'm about to wild the fuck out. And if you're really cool about it, I'll get some free shit for you too. 
<laughs> like that's what the card should say. Like it should say it in a shorter version because I'm long winded, but it should say. <laughs> I don't know if any of you have read the bio of the show. It's really long, and I'm gonna cut it short. And I'm sorry, but <laughs> but that's what I'm it sorry. should say. <laughs> and like you should hand that. You should like take the little card, right? And you should hand it to the person on the counter, and they should read it. And then they'll be like, "Oh, okay." You know what I mean? Like this person knows how things work around here. And they're really just going to like flip out so they can get some free shit. And then you should be like, and then how this is what would work is like, well, Logan, if you're behind the counter, how are you going to get free shit too? Let me tell you, my friend. So I do my tantrum or whatever while Claire is behind the counter. And I'd be like, this is a travesty. How dare this thing cost $30? How dare you spend like all your time against the customer and all this and that. I'm going to write a letter. Where's your manager? Where's your manager's manager? I'm going to write a letter to the president. I'm going to write a letter to the CEO, you know, and I do all my little Karen shit. And then Mm -hmm. they, they try to calm me down. I just be completely irrational. And then they Mm -hmm. finally give me whatever free shit they want. And so at this point, managers sometimes like to walk away. And so (laughs) Even after like the situation is handled, like they still walk away for some weird reason. And then at that point, Claire behind the counter be like, you know what? I'm really sorry you had to go through all of this. You know, just, you know, for perpetuity. She goes, mm-hmm. I, I'm really sorry you had to go through all this. Would you like, what's something for you would like, Claire? <laughs> Let's say, you know what? Like this is a bit of an inside joke. So I don't think... Let's say I work at, not, let's say, don't, let's not say I work at Walmart because I don't, but like, let's say a, a, a store that's like Walmart that, you know, has anything in it that you just buy. Like, what what would you like? <laughs> I don't know, like this pair of pants. <laughs> yes. You should be like, that's listen, like a female. Y- size yes, 14. exactly. Right. <laughs> you should be like, what size is it? <laughs> size 14. Okay, cool. Just be like, like, even you though you're like, this tiny ass. Like, Listen, I'm very sorry you had to go through all this today, sir. Would you also like this pair of size 14 pants? Women's <laughs> pants. And and you and then as the person is throwing the tantrum, you say, Yes, I would. That would make me feel better and I wouldn't write a letter to the company. And then she also puts in the bag the pair of pants. And then when her boss asks, you just she just says, Well, they wanted these pants too, and I'm sorry, you know. Because nobody's going to fire you, apparently, for just giving away the store. (laughs) (laughs) So what you should do is you should give every everybody who works in retail should learn how to become a Karen. You know, we should all become undercover Karens. That's what we should do. We should become undercover Karens and literally rob these stores blind. That's what we should do. And then, <laughs> and then, well, what happens to the pants? Because she's still on her shift. And Claire could do one of two things. She could let the guy know, you know, just leave him in the parking lot, wherever, in the bushes or whatever, and I'll find him later. <laughs> or, she, or she can call over to her manager and just be like, start crying and be like, I just, I need five minutes and go outside and get her fucking pants and put it in her car. Like, <laughs> Either one works. <laughs> and that, you know, that's what we should do now. That's I feel like that if that's gonna be where we are as a society where like you can just walk into any store you want, yell a bunch, and then like they're gonna give you free shit no matter how much you abuse the workers, like the workers should get something out of it now. We should yeah. all get something out of it, shouldn't we? 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was my that was my way of lightening the mood and like hoping somebody does that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you put it out in the world, like <laughs> I don't know if that's legal. <laughs> so I'm going, I'm obligated to tell you that if you do get in trouble for doing some bullshit like that. I did not tell you to do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not serious. And this is just a podcast. And please don't do it. Disclaimer, this is jackass. Like, <laughs> wink. wink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do not try this at home. That's what we're supposed to say. Don't try that yeah, at home. Yeah, that's jackass. Yes. See, now we're covered legally and we can still fuck the system. <laughs> I hate jackass. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Ben loved it. And like the amount of times I've woken up like after drinking or something and Ben and his little stupid ass friends are just watching some guy shit on a car and I'm like, the fuck? (laughs) This is not what I need (laughs) right now. (laughs) I'm so (laughs) 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 hungover as shit. Like just getting up and be like, I feel so sick. MTV used to be like so wild and like <laughs> after the 90s, like it's just like, <laughs> I know. We just went, oh my God, we were talking about that the other day actually about how the 2000s was just like trash. Like we could just wild oh, out yeah. like, as a society for a good five years. Like it was a good five years and then we calmed down again. But for like five because years. Because nobody knew what to, to do, I think. Like everybody was just I trying know. anything. And it was like yeah. the 90s had ended. The clothes. Yeah. The act, like mm, the idols. Like everything just went to shit. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> like a bad time. Five years. What were we doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I don't blame us at all. It was, you know, it's you boomers. Like y'all, y'all ran the early 2000s. So what were y'all doing? It's not our fault. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that when, like, oh, was Bill Clinton nineties or was he later? Yeah, Bill Clinton was in the nineties, and that was when Bush was president. So just another thing they did. Like, That's you know crazy. what I mean? That's confusing. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's just as bad as Trump becoming president. You know what I mean? Oh, that was awful. <laughs> that was awful. How you, guys you know what's weird? From that? You know what's weird about that? I was just gonna say something about that. Mm. It was weird about Trump becoming president or like mm. losing the presidency. That wasn't that long ago. Like it, it well, feels real long ago. Middle of last year, end of last year. No, but wasn't, didn't he become it, into he power left office? No, he left office in January, so it's only been like yeah, six months. Like six months. Yeah, it's crazy. Does it feel like a massive difference? Like politically, it feels like. Like obviously well, here's the thing: Biden, up. Biden, and and uh, Trump are so different because Biden doesn't ever like talk to people. Like he doesn't ever like have like come com- out. And, like, like he doesn't come out. Thing. He doesn't tweet. So you don't really know what he's doing. <laughs> nice and, and then quiet. when you check up on, <laughs> yeah, when you check up on what he's doing, it's like, oh, he's working. I should probably, <laughs> I should probably not disturb this person. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, cool! Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's not what they should have been doing. And it's fucked up time. because, like, at this at at one point, you should pray, pay attention to what your president is doing, and he could be doing some fuck shit. It's just I wouldn't know because, like, I don't check up on him because he doesn't say anything. So it's like mm. he's like the really good kid that, like, yeah. or like he's, he's like the, the he's like the okay kid that sat next to the horrible kid. So is yeah. he doing his work all the time? Probably not. But the times you check on him, he's doing his work. His work. <laughs> mm. So, <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> How do so, you guys like? I found something out the other day mm-hmm. that I'm pretty sure you guys knew long before I did, but I found it out the other day. He is super old. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, he's super <laughs> he's old. Crazy he's, he old. says that like he's only going to do one term though. But him and Trump are nearly the same age. So Trump was like, really, like, Trump thinks he's going to run again in four years. Yeah, like, that's a thing. That's a real thing. And he's like out there doing rallies and shit. And people say he's, he looks like he's got dementia, but you know. It's not like they won't vote for people some. People say shit like that all the time. They, yeah, they'll say like like he they think he's got dementia or whatever. But it's like you guys will still vote for him. Like you voted for him the first time, and he like he didn't know. Like the only That's reason you bring yeah, I know the only reason you bring up that somebody has dementia is because you don't think they can do the job that you said. But like if you didn't think he couldn't do the job the first time around, you still voted mm. for him. Then what? What's the point in saying dementia? Like, that's why people voted for it. I just hated, you know, I just hated that last four years because, like, it was full of liberal people just not understanding the assignment. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> it was like, no, they, were like they were like, this person's so horrible. This person's so racist. How could you? And it's like, that was the thing that people wanted. Like, <laughs> that was the thing that mm-hmm. people voted for him for. You guys aren't understanding that that's not, you know, the point that you, like, it was a lot, like, the last, four years of Trump was a lot of like white people trying to like convince other white people not to be racist and finding out that white people don't care about racism and like Mm -hmm. every black person and like person of color or whatever was just like, yeah, we told you. It's like, like, sorry. I don't know what you expected. (laughs) I just find it so crazy. Like we've talked about this so much, but how people could just forget that there were children in camps, people could just, and, and adults, but like specifically mm-hmm. the children, people just forgot that that's like, it was all just like a bit where it was like, oh, you rally, 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 rah, rah, rah. But then as soon as something else would happen, they just drop it like a hotcake. That's well, what because I learned about part, America. Part, part of the <laughs> was thing like, was, shit. part of the thing was people didn't like forget that kids were in camps. Some of those people wanted those kids to be in camps. You know what I mean? That's a fair point. I meant more on like the liberal side. Like I know you didn't forget. Oh, you mean like after the election and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 They're like, oh, Trump's gone now. Everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's like, "Mm." nah, it doesn't work that way. There is a tsunami of shit that Biden has to clean up and he's only done like the top layer. Like, Yeah, it's not, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, anyway. yeah, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, you know what? Let's part- talk about Marsha P. Johnson because hey. I got to get better at segues, by the way. Like, I, that was a trash one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but Marsha P. Johnson, um, we've been wanting to talk about her for the last couple of weeks. And this is, at least for this podcast, like, probably the last week of Pride because, like, I take so long to edit. I know I'm sorry. But, like, <laughs> I did want to talk about, I've been wanting to talk about Marsha P. Johnson on the show, especially because that's where a lot of the roots of Pride came from. Because, like, the first Pride was held in the anniversary of Stonewall, you know? Yep. And I know everybody's probably talked about it to their blue in the face, but, and it's not even just so like the, the, the podcast can talk about it. It's just that I felt like it's, it's good history. You know what I mean? Mm. And I have been doing a lot of research and watching a lot of, documentaries and things about it and from what i gleaned about it is like there are multiple stories that say that like either that she did throw the first thing at stonewall or she didn't 
or that like she came to the riot late and then she did throw something anyways. And I really don't know if any of that is the important part of the story. It's not, yeah, relevant. Um, because for whatever reason, history has picked her as like the poster child of Stonewall, right? And then we can't even find the other person. Like if there, if she wasn't the person that threw the shot glass or brick or whatever you want to call it at Stonewall, the person that they said did it, they can't find that person either. So it, like to me, you can flame me as much as you want for this. Like to me, that makes her the first person because if we can't, like you know what I mean. It's kind of like it's kinda, yeah, it's kind yeah, it's kind of like Greek uh-huh. mythology a little bit. You know, it's mm-hmm. like if if this is how the story's gone, this is how the story is, and if the person that really did it, you can't find, then there's no real harm in like her being the person, especially when mm-hmm. like she wasn't like a horrible person, anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like honestly, like she was probably better than the original. I don't know that for sure. I shouldn't say that, but like don't do just, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like what I was. For all what, we know. Yeah. What, what, what I mean is like <laughs> you think so little of people, Claire. Why? <laughs> Gee, I wonder. Gee, I wonder. <laughs> no, what I was saying is that, um, geez. Ah, today is like that for me. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just like losing my train of thought all over the place. But no, what I was saying is that. Oh yeah, I was. I've been enjoying like actually learning about her, you know, mm. because I've been like, my my life is so busy. But like, any free time I had, I've been trying to learn about Marsha P. Johnson, and I've mm. actually been like really enjoying learning about her though because. She's like demythologized, if you understand mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, demythed. and she kind of like becomes more of a person the more you learn about her. And <laughs> like I, I like every anybody else, but it's just like something I I like knowing like the actual people behind an event, and I like actually seeing like what makes somebody into that person, you know, and mm-hmm. like. <laughs> She like whenever I would watch like little clips of her and stuff like or or her like her friends remembering her like they all cried about her they all talked about her and like this way that like you know this is this person that they just like all loved and like she was this person that like really took care of other people like that was her thing and then like she would be at like drag shows and stuff because maybe we should say that that like this is Marsha B Johnson was a trans was a black trans woman. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like the audience knows. But Marsha P. Johnson <laughs> was a black trans woman. Right. And at that time, at that time, which, you know, it's not like it's any better for black trans women now. But especially back then, what would happen is like if you were black and trans, you could just like get picked up right off the street just for being black and trans. Like the cops mm-hmm. could just pick you up at any time, beat you up in, in like, the the wagon and shit and then like take you to jail and like there were there like it was such a a thing that like when they took you to jail like there was a whole like section and row of the jail that was just like four trans people that they would just like dump you off in and so like what Marsha P Johnson would do is because she lived in Jersey she would get off the train you know, from Jersey to like Manhattan, like she would go to East Village or whatever. And she would get off the train like as Marcus, which was uh, 
I guess you would say like her dead name, you know, because like she, I don't know if you would say it's her dead name because like she did both personalities, I guess, you know, but it, we can call it for the sake of it, her dead name, because it's not the name she wanted. You know what I mean? So she would get off the train as Marcus, like she wouldn't dress up, but then like she would get on the train that way and she wouldn't dress up. But then like when she got to New York, she would dress up and she would be Marsha. Right. And one of the, one of the facts I learned about like that era was that during that time, there was a lot of gay bars in like, I guess East village or Greenwich village. Somebody's going to kill me because I don't know like New York. geography. <laughs> I don't yeah. know New York. God damn. I'm from Florida. Anyways, she would, she would, <laughs> she would, uh, okay, I don't know New York either. She would, uh, get off there. And like one of the cool things I learned, well, not really the coolest, but like a lot of the gay bars back then were owned by the mob because like the mob was yeah. like, this was this was like a racket that the mob had that they was just like, you know, they could make a lot of quiet money this way, you know, because mm-hmm. nobody's really looking at their gay bars and stuff, you mm-hmm. know. But the other problem was that a lot of the time, like gay bars would get raided a lot, you know. Yeah. And so like they would just get raided because like they just had a bunch of gay people just having a party. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so. Whatever reason. This because it was such a common thing, and because it like the harassment was so high, and this was back during like the seventies and in the sixties, where like I thought it was sixty nine. It could have. That's what I mean. Like it could. It's like yeah. It's like it was an ongoing yeah, thing. Though. Yeah, it's like in between that time period there, and mm-hmm. it's like there was all this turmoil during that time period, and so like. What happened was, what ended up happening is, Marsha or somebody else, like, actually threw, like, a shot glass or a brick through a mirror, right? And it started, like, a riot in the middle of, like, a raid, basically. Like, a police raid in which they were trying to tell people that they were trying to be like, listen, you can't fuck with us anymore. We just can't come down here whenever you want, pick up a bunch of us off the street, and just fuck with us whenever you want. To add more context, this is around the time that, like, if you were trans, like, you could just, like, get kicked out of your building. Like, if you rented or, like, you rented a place, like, your landlord could just, like, come down, kick you out of your house, and then, like, now you're homeless. And so that brings me to, like, um, Sylvia Rivera, which was uh, Mm Marge's friend at the time, who Mm -hmm. ended up being a trans woman that did end up getting kicked out of her own apartment because of, like... Because of being an out trans person, you know? Because of um, friggin' phobia. Claire, can you jump in? <laughs> I feel like I'm the I feel like I'm the cis boy, the cis straight boy, just like pontificating. And maybe it's not the best, maybe it's not the well, worst thing I in the world. But I just feel first like first of all, I think your fountain of knowledge is wonderful. I think that's if any cis straight boy should be talking about it, it's one that should have knowledge. Um, okay. <laughs> and second of all, <laughs> um, you pretty much are covering it. I think we shouldn't go in too deep to like the whole like life story thing of it, not because it's not important, but because we'll be here all freaking day. But right. basically, just to wrap it up a little bit, Sylvia Rivera and... I feel, I feel, I feel like P. Johnson. Yeah, that's her name. Marsha yeah. P. Johnson. They 
did a lot for women and trans women and everything ongoing. They, what was it? They ran homeless shelters for trans people, yes. didn't they? Specifically because of what happened to Sylvia, they led a lot of the um, rallies and they were always a part of Pride. They did a lot together. They were very tightly close and really good friends. And they're icons. I love them. I think they are. They were the type of people I've always wanted to be, which were strong and resilient and independent and unapologetically themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the most beautiful thing about it. And I think that's the essence of pride is being strong, resilient, and unapologetically yourself. So I think maybe I'll go back and I'll add in a, cu- a clip of like Marsha P. Johnson singing. <laughs> because when you said like always being herself, I think that was. I watched this one documentary where the person was like, she was at a drag show and the person Mm -hmm. was like, she just couldn't sing a lick. And like, (laughs) and when you like, yeah, when you see her singing, like she is horrible. Like she can't sing at all. Claire, this girl is like, it's like, she's destroying the song. (laughs) Wait, wait. The best part was that like the whole time she's singing, she has like the biggest smile on her face. That's the point. <laughs> and it's just like it's like this it's like the funnest thing, you know? And so like <laughs> I'm watching this thing and it's just kind of like I don't know. I felt like this is why I took so long wanting to talk about this topic though. Because like I watched that thing and then like I was thinking about it because I was almost gonna talk about it last week. And then I watched that and I was like, I can't just talk about Stonewall. I can't just talk about, you know, here's this thing and this person did that and this, you know, she threw this and then now we're talking about pride and all this. Well, everyone always talks about that. That's like not saying it's that should diminish it because that's where it began. That's its origins. That's important. But coming into the end of pride, you know, and I think the other point is if you know, you know. If you Mm -hmm. don't know, you don't want to know at this point in time. Um, but I think well, we not talk necessarily about- because they, it's not like something that they like teach in school or anything. You know what I mean? No, but you can find that. I'm a believer that you can source information. Look at me. I'm yeah. Googling every goddamn day. But, <laughs> I know shit you know, just from Google. Like- that's, that's the great thing about having a platform, you know, because mm. we become the source. I mean, we can talk about it if you want to talk about it. Well, I just no, no, that- no. I, I, I didn't want to dive too deep. I do like, I do think it's important that like, you know, that this helped kick off the pride movement this helped kicked off the uh gay liberation movement you know what i mean yeah because there is already movements for gay rights it was just that this helped kick like the specific one that's really derivative of the one that's going on today right Mm -hmm. and so what happened is i think when i was watching the documentary i think my point is is that when we talk about things like this, when we talk about pride and stuff like this, I feel like so often like the stories of actual people gets lost. And mm-hmm. so we, if, even if we're talking that's about, what I was trying to yeah, get to even you. if we're well, talking we about, talk about the people who are a yeah, part of it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. When we're talking about like icons and stuff, like we're like, this is the part, it's like, even like, this is Harriet Tubman of like, you know, the thing. And it's like, it's like cool. But like this person also had like a life. And like, that's what mm-hmm. I think I said last week I think before the show is that like I didn't want to talk about it because like the person had like such a full life you know mm. and like 
even when like you're talking about her and Sylvia Rivera, like Sylvia Rivera has this speech. Friends. Sylvia Rivera has this speech, like at like this event, right? It's like this. Uh, it's supposed to be a gay liberation event, but it's mostly just like white gay people, you know, having an event for their issues. And Sylvia R- Rivera kind of like crashes the party. And like, here's this, <laughs> here's this like trans person up on stage, like saying like, I've been trying to get up on the stage. For your gay brothers and your gay sisters in jail that write me every motherfucking week and ask for your help. And you all don't do a goddamn thing for them. Uh, because, like, she basically goes on and says that, like, you know, you don't care about us. You don't care. You, like, you'll pass us by on the street. I you'll watch us get kicked out and thrown out. I have had my nose broken. I have been thrown in jail. I have lost my job. I have lost my apartment for gay liberation. And you all treat me this way? What the fuck's wrong with you all? Think about that. And that to me was like super revolutionary. Like you're she's in such such a more privileged time for the people she's speaking to. And like she mm-hmm. just says it anyways and she goes like full blast because like what like what does she have to lose for that? Like she doesn't have a plate. You know what I mean? Like and so it was just like kind of like a cool thing that I saw because I was like, wow, here's this person. They're like they just like they're using their words as like fire in a way. You know what I mean? Like, you know how I say like you bring like a, a flamethrower to like <laughs> the conversations. <laughs> like that's what she did. Like she just like torched like this whole do something for all of us and not men and women that belong to a white middle class white club. And that's what y'all belong to. And like, I feel like a lot of the same things she was talking about is a lot of the same things the way is a lot of ways how people treat trans people now, you know, uh-huh. like the like the death toll of trans people is just like this so disproportional because like people just like will murder a trans person, murder a black trans person. And then like nobody says anything about it. Like nobody's mm-hmm. looking for the killer. That's how. You know, if we were even going to become close to wrapping anything up, that's how Marsha P. Johnson died. Like somebody murdered her and they left her in the river and nobody found her killer. That's it. No one even cared. And that's nobody cared enough to find her killer, too. And her friend. This woman who was so. Yeah, I was just going to say this woman who did so much and who cared so much and had so much life. Mm -hmm. And like. I just don't get it. It's just it's always the same narrative of these wonderful people being murdered and no one caring because they don't fit a narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't fit the white perfect narrative. You know, right. and the part of it was racism. You know, part of it was like yeah, a lot of it was transphobia because, <laughs> mm. but part of it was racism. You know, and it's right. just fucked up. It's really fucked up and it upsets me because, like, I was going to say these women are part of some of my feminist icons because they're women. They were women who fought for what they wanted. They were resilient and they were strong and that's what I was saying before, you know. You idolize Mm -hmm. these people. But you got to remember they were people. Yeah, I think it's really important that, like, if – because I don't think I can – 
truly do justice to somebody's whole life in like 15 minutes. And that's kind of the point of this show is that we wouldn't do things like that, you know? But even though that that's not my aim, I do want to say that like, if you need to go learn more you, or you're just curious, you should do that. I don't even have like all the sources I use and maybe that's super unprofessional of me, but like, you should learn. You should. You should just know. That's you should what just I was go. Though, yeah. Before. You should. Like, yeah. I understand what you're know. saying. You should just really find go it find out. Yourself. Yeah. You should go find, find it out, out because yourself. you should. You should. You should. This is something that I think it's bigger than just like Stonewall. I think you have, and I and I try to say that respectfully, but I mean what I mean by is bigger than just Stonewall is that like you have to understand that you can't look at something. It's just the same thing I was talking about, but like white guilt earlier. It's like. It's more than just the event itself. It's not. It's about people. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like Stonewall doesn't mean shit if it's empty. You know what I mean? Like the Stonewall yeah. Inn doesn't mean anything. And Stonewall isn't a wall, by the way. It's it's an actual like it's a it's a inn. it's a bar. It's a bar. That's yeah. what it's like. You know. And so that was the point. Like they raided a gay bar because people was just having a good time and being gay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. And that's the other messed up part is that it's a gay bar. Like it's literally not like <laughs> it's like nothing to do with you. It's, nothing, it's like if you could, way. Just it's like literally you. if you could put gay people in a box and <laughs> leave them <laughs> like to their own devices, that's what it is. You know what I mean? And so yeah. like for you to come in with your straight nonsense and go beat people up because you just happen to know what box they was in, like that's really messed up. And then you know what the worst part is? It's like you took them out the bar just so you could put them in a cell block where they're all still together. Like it's like it doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like you're just like moving them around to different boxes and it's just it's just stupid. You're just doing a whole lot for no reason. Anyways, my little uh milk and toast comment there is just it's just it's just what what I mean by saying all that and just like rambling on. It's just that if you're going to learn about Stonewall, like take a page and take a take a lesson from from my journey about the whole thing is that like, if you're going to learn about Stonewall, you should learn about the people that were involved in it. And that way you could like get a deeper understanding of like, you know, what it is you're trying to learn about and what, what type of, what is the reason we learn history in the first place? If we're not going to just learn about, you know, the people and the people that had to go through the, these events and like, and to learn like how that affects the people that live now. You know what I mean? We can't just like learn these things as like factoids that we use against each other in like Facebook and Twitter arguments. Like this has to be like about people. You know what I mean? And so that's why I kind of wanted to talk about Marsha B. Johnson. That's why I kind of wanted to talk about how she was a bad singer and she, you know, she, (laughs) she gave her it her all and all this and that because she's a full person. She was a full person. And like, that's important. You know, she was important and she changed a lot of people's lives and she helped a lot of people, you know, not just for throwing like a brick through a wall or or not throwing a brick through a wall. She gave people homes. Yeah, she gave people homes. She was was a a friend. She was was like, like she was out in front of like these marches and these pride parades and things like that. You know, she helped give people hope and like actually like physical hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I and she just wasn't think, afraid yeah. to fight for what she wanted, and I think that's yeah. I think we should all, we all need a little martial in us. Yeah. 
We do. <laughs> that's I'm a good a, place. That's, that's some confidence right there, you know, to sing yeah. like that. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say that was a good place to end. You had it. That was, that was really great. <laughs> I kept going and you're like, eh. <laughs> but no, I wanted you to keep going because if you have more, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. No, this is like. Oh, no, I was just reminiscing. I was remembering no, no, yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. I was giving her a moment. No, if anybody deserved a moment, that, that was her. You know, so. That's what I was, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, let's wrap the show up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's, let's do that. Um, do you have anything you want to say to the people, Claire? Um, no, just be yourselves. You know, find that piece of Marsha that's deep down inside you and pull it out and use it because she had everything in the world to fear and yet she feared nothing. Mm. And I think we should take that on, you know, because of how much people miss out on, you know, because of fear or conformerism Mm -hmm. or whatever. And even when it's like a genuine fear, like, you know, police brutality or actual like life-threatening shit, you are deserving of a place here and you're deserving to fight for that place here and you're deserving to have happiness in that place here, you know. Don't let them take that from you. Don't let them control you. And that goes on to what I was going to say about, like, body image and stuff. Don't let them control you. Don't, Mm. you know, don't let that be something that has such power over you. I regret that with every ounce of my being, not because my body's fucked because of it. <laughs> like That's not great. But I regret that I was so miserable. You know, I missed out on so much because of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't let that happen to you. And if it has happened to you, don't let that define you now. Um, everybody needs to take care of their mental health. I hope you all are, even if it's a simple as like self-care and something I wanted to just quickly say, cause I forgot about this completely at the start of the pod, but mm. self-care isn't buying ec- those extra shoes or eating that piece of chocolate cake or whatever. Like it can be classified as self-care, but self-care to me is actually taking care of your body, mm. doing like a full exfoliant scrub on your skin. Or if you haven't brushed your teeth, brush your teeth. Or if you haven't, like brush your hair, brush your hair or add that like extra deep condition to your hair. You know what I mean? Like do something mm-hmm. that takes care of your body and makes you feel good and yeah, it makes you look good, but like that's not the important part. It's literally self-caring and making sure your body is happy and healthy so that your mind can catch up. So when your mind catches up, it doesn't have anything to worry about, you know? Sometimes. Even. Sometimes like, looking good does make you feel good, though. Like sometimes, I think that's to, true, yeah, and I like, think that's yeah, okay. like that's why they yeah. say look good, feel good. I I believe that because like sometimes I didn't want to put too much onto that. Cause I well, no, don't look good for other people. Look good for yourself. You know what you like when you look at yourself. You know what I mean. Mm. So like sometimes getting back to that, you know, and sometimes getting back to that can be daunting. So I get that, mm. but at the Take same baby time, steps. sometimes you know, taking a shower, doing your hair. You know what I mean. Like simple yeah. things like that, I agree with, you know, just get yourself back to where you need to be. It's always better to go halfway than no way. Yes, I exactly. think, you know, sometimes you look at yourself and you need to brush your hair and you need to brush your teeth and you need to have a shower and you need to exfoliate mm-hmm. and you need to mm-hmm. do all these things and you just feel like you just can't because you've let it build up so much because you've been so depressed. Brush your teeth. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Done. 
And then you can go to bed being like, well, at least I brushed my teeth. And then the next morning, brush your hair. Can't brush your teeth. We brushed your teeth last night, so that's not that bad. Brush your hair. Cool. Hair's brushed, teeth's brushed. Slowly yeah. but surely, you start coming back to yourself. And it does feel better to have done something than nothing. Chocolate is self-care, by the way. It is Okay, self- that's not – I wasn't <laughs> meaning that it wasn't. I'm just saying – you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like – Sometimes I just don't want people to think chocolate is a care because uh, it's like because a different layer. It is I a think. different layer. I think sometimes you know, just eating something nice to reward yourself, or not even not even reward yourself, just to feel some type of pleasure, is good because mm. it reminds you you're human. Sometimes, yeah, and because and you can enjoy it, things. yeah, if you can, if you can enjoy things and you can remind yourself that you're a person then mm. that's good because we tend to want to take care of people. We tend to yeah. like, so if we can humanize ourselves sometimes, because sometimes the problem is that we, we don't humanize ourselves. You know what I mean? So yeah. if we can do that, sometimes you might want to take care of yourself a little better. And then you might want to brush your teeth after you ate all that good chocolate. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you, you have a very valid point. I was sort of just, I just feel like self care is a spectrum. <laughs> like everything else. No, it's true. You're right. You're right. It's baby and sometimes, steps. You know, sometimes when you're at the very, very bottom, no one really pays attention to you. You know, mm-hmm. no one really understands. And people tell you to, you know, have a bubble bath, do this, do that. And it doesn't make you feel better and you can't be bothered. And you're not going to have that bubble bath because you can't be bothered getting out the bath salts and the bubble bath and filling the bath or even cleaning the bath to fill the bath, you know, sometimes because I feel that um, when you're really bad. So I just think for those people who aren't even that good, you know. Mm-hmm. Remember, there are layers to self-care. Mm. And brushing your teeth can be classified as self-care, depending yes. on where you're yeah. at, you know? It is. So anyway. just, it is just self-care, though, because yeah. that's you taking care of yourself. That's all mm-hmm. self-care is. It's just you taking care of yourself, you know? Yeah. Go on, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, take care of your mental health, no matter how hard that might be. A lot of people believe you need, like, a professional to help you with your mental health, and that's not fully the truth, you know? Sometimes there are some things you can do. Yeah. (laughs) To get to to dig deep, you need that extra help. But there are coping mechanisms you can take on until you can find yourself in the position to take that on. Because I just like to be very aware of the fact that because we live in a capitalistic society, not everyone's looked after. So there are ways to look after yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. look after yourselves, do what you can. Um, reference episode two for any mental health tips you might need. Um, And, yeah, stay happy and healthy. And I love you guys, and thank you so much for listening. Everyone who listens all the time, you make us the happiest ever. So thank you. Um, Yeah, that's all I have to say. I did want to say something similar, is that, like, I I do appreciate – the people that do listen to this show, like the mm. views are never at zero. You know, the, the downloads <laughs> and the- Even if they're at two. <laughs> well, if they're at two, that's a problem because I know that's, me just, and you, that's just me. Yeah, that's me and you. <laughs> but they're never at two either. You know what I mean? So yeah. I there are people that listen to the show and I am very appreciative whether they're just uh, Claire's aunt or my mom or Sarah or even- uh, people I don't know, Mitch's friends or my friends, you know, yeah. 
I'm very appreciative of all of you. You know, I know I make fun of you guys a lot of the time out there. I wouldn't say like, you should share a show. And you know, I do. And because you should share a show. But at the same time, I'm very appreciative <laughs> of you just listening to my show in the first place of like, yeah. I, I was just thinking today earlier, I was like, I really pulled this shit off. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I did, like we did 10 episodes last week and I was like, I'm about to do 11. And I was like, wow, I actually did it. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. So like, I want to do it more and I want this thing to become bigger and I want, you know, us to expand and to go into other things. And, you know, like when I said that, I want, to do a dating show at Mitch, you know, that all that stuff is like me making the show, but making the show bigger and better and every day, and like just fine. And I was just, I'm always thinking about what more we can do at the show, but I was just mm-hmm. thinking about how, like, I never think of myself of have as having dreams. Like, yeah, I, I get, I have this weird thing where I just think about things that I want to do and then I either do them or they don't, or I don't do them. Right. But I've never thought of it as like, if somebody said, well, what are your dreams or whatever? But like a dream is just like something you was like really thinking about for a really long time. And five years is a really long time to think about, you know, maybe I should have a show, maybe I should have a podcast. Right. And to mm-hmm. think that like you could do it and you could pull it off. You know what I mean? I was just thinking about like, you know, wow, like this is a dream I had and like this is a real thing now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's so weird, but at the same time, it's such a cool thing. And it and it's and it's really weird that like people like listen to us, but to me, it's just like I I'm I'm very appreciative that anybody listens to this crap. You know what I mean? And you yeah. know, it's not really crap. It's really good. Like it's a good show. Like I listen to our show. Like I listened to the last show, like the tenth episode. I listened to it twice. Like because it was just a good show. Like I had a I had a good time listening. You know what I mean? Not even to pad my numbers or any like corny shit like that. Like I just had a really good time listening to us. You know? I struggle. I think it's because of my intense self-deprecation issues. But mm-hmm. I'll listen to it and I'll be like, oh, I'm a trash human. <laughs> I, <hate myself laughs> I listen to it because I want to okay, I want to hear where I can get better. And like, I'll mm-hmm. say something and I'll be like, no, I should, I, I, I should rectify that on a pod and apologize for that or I should deal with that or I should acknowledge that. You know, so I listen for things that I've said without thinking that I can sort of, I don't know. Look back upon. I don't know. I don't mind it. There are some episodes I love, though. You know what's so weird about that, though, is that like when I do listen back, it's weird because I don't recognize my own voice sometimes. So mm-hmm. like I kind of listen back in a way that like um, I kind of listen back and I'm like <laughs> in a way that I'm not that I'm not listening to myself. You know what I mean? So it was like yeah. really weird. And so like I was listening to the show with Sarah recently. And I was like, you date a guy that sounds like that? Like I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like what's wrong with you? What are you doing? <laughs> your boyfriend? Ew. I was like, why is, what? Yeah. She's like, I like your voice. I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> I was like, you need to find somebody else. <laughs> you should be with somebody with a cool voice, man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, if you guys like it, I guess. Yeah. But I give it Claire saying, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, what else I'm was I going like to say? It, yeah. 
I, I guess um, I'll say if you like the show, you should share the show. I'll say it in the beginning and the end. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. You know, I don't do the wrap up, guys. Like, if you notice, like, I let them do the wrap up, and then I just, like, you know, self promote. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm tired, you know? Like, I did the show and I'm tired. I, I got to edit the show now. It's, it's, it's a grueling thing. Um, you signed up for it, bro. I love it, though. You know what I mean? No, no. I really, yeah. really love this. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I do, but I'd really be excited to talk to y'all. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like I love this shit. This is my, mm-hmm. this is like, this is my home. Like, I knew, like, I'm oh. like in my element. You know what I mean? I'm feel, yeah. I feel really good doing this. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say. Um, again, we can kind of dedicate this show to Marsha P. Johnson because I think she's just, I, I do think she's awesome. I, 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 I enjoyed uh, listening to everything and watching everything I had to watch about her. You know what I mean? She's amazing. Yeah. And it was just watching uh, somebody's life and like being able to watch that and like learn about somebody in that way. It was, it was really cool. So yeah, I have no problem uh, dedicating the show to her. And I also want to say, because like what we were talking about, like this is like kind of like for us the last week of Pride. I mean, it's not, we're going to record, we're going to record actually on the last day of Pride, but like, you know, the show doesn't come out on the same day we record. So it'll be um, July by the time. Yeah, it'll be July. So like this was Um, the last uh, week or time. This is the last time the last episode we could actually like do that. So I do mm-hmm. want to say that I hope everybody had a great pride. I hope mm-hmm. everybody learned a lot during pride. Um, yep. If not here, any anywhere else, you know what I mean? Um, educate yourselves. I think that's please so educate important. Educate yourselves and educate Google yourselves. Google is an amazing search engine. Just Google something and you'll go down a rabbit hole of information and you'll just have this information. You can go to parties and be like, hey, I know this. And people yes. will be like, hey. And educate yourselves just because, you know, you care about people. If you care oh, about yeah, people. That too, but I was just going off yeah. the whole bit of like, even yeah. if it's something random, you can still educate yourself. No, like, yeah, for real. Just like learning is cool. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so Stay like cool, Staying school, kids. <laughs> <laughs> learning is cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, yeah. Here, the, this is the last thing I want to say. Um <laughs> She's going to hate me for this, but I wanted to say, uh, because this is the day before, but happy birthday, Sarah. I love you and happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Sarah. So, yeah. By the time this comes out, her birthday will have either pass or this will be on her birthday. Because He I doesn't have spoil you. You hit me up. Yeah. Oh, no. I got some good things lined up. He's I'm like, gonna, no. no. I know. No, no. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um. But yeah, uh, say bye to the people, Claire. <laughs> bye, people. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to learn what Sarah's getting <laughs> just after the pod. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're about to. I'm about to tell you. I'm so happy. I'm, I'm, get... I'm, I'm definitely going to tell you. <laughs> he went into best friend mode instead of podcast mode. He's like, oh, girl, I have to tell you. Oh, wait, hold on. Yes, I don't <laughs> <laughs> My name is Logan, bye. and I am your host. And wait, how do I do this? <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot my outro.
<laughs> My name is Logan, and this has been the Milk and Toast Podcast. Toast podcast. And we're out. We. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> God, we're Hey, now, ladies and gentlemen. Milk and Toast. The Queen of God. And the saints of Christopher Street. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes.